0: And that's something that me and Joe noticed. It's like, dog, we got to do this now. You know what I mean? Because people need to see themselves in this sport. You know, we wanted to expose black people to distance running because all of the benefits that we were getting from it from a healthy perspective, right? You talking about the physical side is really what we kind of got into it with. You know, like just want to stay in shape. But then as you do it more, like you start tapping into the mental and then the spiritual side and it's like damn like i'm getting all of this out of running i don't even really care much about the physical no more because i'm getting the mental benefits and the spiritual benefits the emotional benefits that that i'm gaining from it you know the intrinsic motivation that's happening within me it's like trickling to different areas of my life yeah we want to see more black people doing this it's like and now like at the detroit free press marathon like we'd be having a hundred and some runners sign up for the free press it was not like that before we started the run club you know you've seen sprinkle the black people here and there but like now it'd be like when you come through this certain cheer squad section of of the run club like we gonna be out there screaming <laughs> chanting <laughs> it's gonna be deep it's and everybody it, within the whole free press is gonna feel that energy uh, like we run 313 was out there
1: what's up this is joe robinson and this is the pre-race podcast chicago edition featuring my co-founder lance woods run run run, run
2: run 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 you run 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 on a leash here we go we got a true beauty lined up for the PRP listenership get ready buckle up we are in the presence of two wonderful individuals both of which I'm extremely extremely eager to learn more about and we're on location we're are this technically in the 313 or are we still 248 over here? 248. We're two four eight, but we're not too far from three Metro Detroit. Metro Detroit. That's right. Just north of Detroit in Ferndale. This is the world major edition. This is the Chicago edition. This is the we run three run three edition. That's right. <clears throat> Heard that. This is the Connect Run Build Edition. You guys have been doing that pretty well, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Right, hey. Lance? So oh, yeah. you had like oh, yeah. over 2,000 people on the on the mailing list, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. How, many people, how many people show up to the runs on average? Weekly. We yeah. see over 200 people oh, every week. That's amazing, dude. Probably closer to three. That's amazing. This is the spiritual edition. Joe, yes. you're a pretty spiritual guy, aren't you? Very much. Yeah. We're going to dig much. into that a little bit more. Let's do it. You had a post on Instagram a month ago that was like really great, Joe. Yeah. I really dig your content. I'm not just saying that, I'm not All just right. blowing smoke. So we'll Thank get into you. that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is the, I'm pretty sure both of you guys uh, were at like some kind of community entrepreneurial summit with Big Sean.
0: Yeah. How was that? we talking about the um, Don,
2: Don, Don Weekend. weekend. Oh, yeah yeah. 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 That was cool as shit. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. ask you more questions about that too. Okay. Go, that oh, was yeah. amazing, dude. And this finally is the Use Your Passion to Serve Humanity edition. Joe, you mm. remember that quote? Yes, that's yours, bro.
1: Yeah, I know that's, that's from a Sanskrit
2: word Dharma. That's a great one. Dears. Yes, that's a great it's one, one of my favorites season two, episode 16. Shout out shout out of today's episode. It's an easy one. Like I just mentioned, we're on location today, just outside of Detroit recording at APX studios. So shout out to the episode, Joe. It's going to APX studios. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now coincidentally for our PRP listenership, our esteemed and humble guest Joe owns and operates the studio. So mm-hmm. Joe, I wanted to give this, give you a quick second to kind of talk about the studio. All right, you, uh, this is this place is dope, dude. Thank you, thank the, you. The vibe in here is fucking awesome. Thank you. And how long have you had this spot? I had this spot since December of 2021. Okay, and you built it all pretty much.
1: Built everything by hand in
2: here. Amazing. Literally
1: and, everything. I turned every screw in here
2: and painted every wall. In and here. built these sound panels. Well, my friend Van Lu built the sound panels. I bought them and hung them up. It looks great in here. And you had a former location before this location that was a bit smaller
1: uh yeah it was about one room shorter because i got uh three rooms here but um uh me and a few other my uh comrades we had a studio apx studios in southfield that one closed down in
2: 2017 yeah so you were studio list for a little bit there
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a
2: dark road. And now you're back. Yeah. You're back at Being it. Being without it. a studio is crazy. Now you're, yeah. You know, well, hopefully you'll never have to be in a situation never like again. that again. Never again. So r- let's talk about a little bit here before we move on. Just I'm curious, we kind of talked about this, but you kind of executive produce for people to use a studio. You're not necessarily yourself producing beats and music, but you're kind of right. overseeing the process.
1: Yeah. And that's a question I get every day. Okay. Uh, people ask, like, do you make music?
2: The answer is no.
1: Okay. For everybody. Kay. I don't make music with my hands i don't lay vocals okay um what i do is uh executive produce so executive produce can mean a lot of different things but what it means for me is artists come to me and uh, if they need beats i know other artists i can get beats i oversee the mixing i can get features I might even pay money for to get your graphics done. I might help you get funding. But the main thing that I do is provide the
2: recording studio space and recording engineers. Yeah. For artists. OK, so you fill in the gaps. You're basically the yeah. entrepreneur on top that kind of on top of the whole thing. Yeah. Amazing. Bro. Yep, yes, and how long have you is this recently that you've gotten into this in the past few years? Or is this always kind of been something that you've been chasing? Well, I've been doing this for 10 years. OK. Yeah. Amazing. dude. Yep. Well, yes. shout out. Easy shout out, APX Studios, bro. Thank you. Studios, thank bro. you. Thank Appreciate you. you having us, dude. Thank you. Thank you. The Clark PRP man. loves going on va- uh, on location, and yeah. I think this is the coolest place we've ever Oh, recorded, Damn, okay. you'll get it. You get We're it.
1: Making history. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, that's right. Welcome to the PRP. This is the Pre-Race Podcast. This is a show where we connect with runners within a week before a big race they've been <clears> preparing <throat> for. And today, both our guest host and our guest will be running this upcoming Sunday. Guest hosting with me today. He is a distance runner, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. He is the co-founder of We Run 313, Detroit's premier run club. He is a proud ASICS ambassador, so you know this
0: man's drip is on point.
2: (laughs) They give you a little plaque there at ASICS HQ, I saw on your Instagram. There's like a little kind of something about you.
0: Yeah, that was for um, when they were introducing the um, ASICS Uplift ambassadors for the first time in Boston. That was
2: sweet, dude. Yeah, that was dope. How, How long have you been an ambassador with them?
0: Um, officially since about January of, yeah, this year. This year? So still pretty new? Yeah, almost a year. Are you loving it? Yeah, loving it. It's it's been dope. You've done some cool shit this year with them. It's been crazy. It literally changed everything.
2: Amazing, bro. (laughs) Amazing, bro. He is a fellow yogi who prioritizes taking time out of his busy schedule to get on his mat. Yeah. Namaste, Lance. Namaste. You said your partner
0: kind of got you into this? Your girlfriend? Yeah, Yeah, my girlfriend. She's a yoga instructor. Okay. And um, you know, I was just going to really stretch myself out because mm-hmm. we're running; you get kind of tight. But as I started doing it more and more, I saw the benefits of it. I just kept it up, and and then they do like free yoga nights at the Spirit of Detroit on Wednesdays. So it, is it was, that
2: like on a roof? You guys do that on, or is it? No, no, nah, nah, it's on the, it's on the ground. Okay,
0: cool. cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty dope. It's by the Trap Yoga Studio. Okay, by Jamil. Um, he's the owner and founder of it. But um. My girlfriend, she's a, she's a yoga instructor there. Okay. So you
2: kind of, your discovery with that is kind of the same as mine. Like I went phys- for physical benefit and there is physical benefit, but there's like a lot more going on with yoga.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a lot of mental benefits you get, a lot of mental breakthroughs you get from yoga, um, that I wasn't really totally aware of. Right. Um, so it's kind of a surprise for you, but it was nice surprise. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're, you, you're taking your body to levels that you don't necessarily think you can do. Yeah. And then, um specifically we end you you have to hold your body in those spaces for longer durations of time and um yeah you have to stretch your stretch your mind to be able to stay in that space and try to you know hold it and not um you know fall succumb to your thoughts yes and saying like hey this is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and like trying to get out of it yeah but rather than Rather than trying to get out of it, you, you, you're sitting in that uncomfortable space for some time. Yeah. And life can be uncomfortable sometimes. And you may have to sit in that space for some time. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get into it. I like
2: that. <laughs> I like that. And I think for people like the three of us who are runners, I hear a lot. One thing I hear from runners a lot, which I was on this train, and I, I don't think it's a negative train, but a lot of people say, running is, is meditation for me.
0: Absolutely. Mm. But
2: that's moving meditation. And when you're talking about with this yin, I think it becomes a little bit more
0: challenging because it's, it's still meditation, but running can be still too. You think so? Very still, very still. Okay. You're moving, but your mind can be very still. Very still. Okay.
2: We're going to dig into that more. Yeah. I love it. Okay. And finally, he recently had the opportunity to turn up in Tulum, Mexico. <laughs> did you all have like a private? Yeah, that was, that did you have like nice. a private fucking uh, nah, saxophone the, guy at the pool? That was crazy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh well,
0: yeah. So yeah, that saxophone guy, he he uh, he, like a legend Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. he, he turns people up. It he looked, come and yeah do his thing. But um, that looked, was that for a wedding. You were down there for or
2: just nah, for, just friend, for fun? a friend birthday.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, she actually uh, I met her through the Run Club. She came. Okay. Adela, and um, but yeah, she's a she's a um baker. She got her own bake shop. Okay. Own bake shop and she's a chef. And uh, she invited a few people out for her birthday. We went out and turned up. I had a proper turn up, dude. Yeah. Good, I mean, bro. we I'd be turning up anyway, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like. I yeah. love it. I love it. All
2: yeah. right, Mr. Lance Woods, or should we say Uncle Woods, Lance? Yeah. Thanks for being here, bro. Yeah. I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. First question to you: Have you ever been on a podcast? I feel like several you have. times. Yeah. Several times. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys doing podcasts? Are you guys like on podcasts? I know that Joe. As a couple himself, but do you have one that you Well, host? we get invited kind of a lot. Yeah, to kind of talk podcasts, about the work you're doing? About, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so do you have like, been on... Uh, do you like podcasting? Yeah, it's cool. It's fun, huh? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, I love it. I love it, I love it. Uh, second question, let's talk. We run 313. Yeah. I'm really interested in learning more about you guys and the kind of the genesis. So maybe the best place to start is talk about when you got connected with Joe. Okay. Okay. So yeah. like what well, you said, 2019 is when you guys first got intro and and yeah. you
0: guys... Meet randomly, or did you guys get intro through someone else? No, we got intro okay. um, Actually, it happened through two people before we actually connected. Okay. So, um, yeah, basically, I was running on the west side of Detroit. I'm from the west side of Detroit. Okay. Joe was running on the east side of Detroit. He's from the east side of Detroit. Okay. Um, so our mutual friends saw that we were both kind of doing the same things on opposite sides of town. Okay. Trying to, to connect
2: people and run, kind of group. Room. No, not
0: even. not. Even, well, yeah, we were kind of, like, building our own little things going on but we were just like in the same spaces so we were both down at the miami marathon okay um both had did that we both from detroit and then at that moment that's when it was like oh yeah they they need to connect so okay we had both um got like a dm saying like hey y'all should connect you know y'all the only black people we know running who connected (laughs) you um so everett everett tate and then ashley wheatley shout out to everett tate and ashley wheatley yeah wow
1: everett Everett tate is a, a Best friend of mine for over twelve
3: years.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: And Ashley, me and Ashley went to college together at Tennessee State. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
2: So you guys each kind of knew, it, and then long, you guys got connected friends. through. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So then what? How? Like you guys just like
0: met for coffee one day, or how did nah, you guys we get went that for one? a run? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got yeah. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We linked up for a run at um, what's that? Uh, Lexus Dron. Velo drone. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we we went for a run. We went for a ten k. I actually was about to do a five k, and then he said he wanted to do a ten k. So I just ran it. We ran it. And then after that we started talking okay. more. How long? We talked a little bit before the run, and then we talked a lot a bit after the run. Yeah. And how long would you say?
2: Yes, it doesn't have to be exact, but like but from from when the intro happened to when you guys
0: said like let's kind of start this thing. How long was first that? time we met in person was in February. We started the run club May fourth, two thousand nineteen. Hell yeah, dude! So it was quick. It was quick. quick. Super quick. Yes, bro. Yeah.
2: And so with, with like the genesis of that idea, I know you guys both kind of work on this almost full time pretty much. I mean,
0: yeah. how many hours a week, Lance, do you sink into We Run 313? Uh, many hours. Yeah, lots, huh? <laughs> many hours. I mean, it's a lot of answering emails, a lot of getting on phone calls with, with um, partners and okay. trying to establish new partnerships or looking for different opportunities for us to receive funding, Okay. Um, social media, all that kind of all stuff. All of that stuff. Yeah. It's like... Sky's the limit with that shit too. Yeah. Huh? You can just keep social media helps it. out a lot though. Yeah. You know, it gets you the exposure to, to like show the type of work you're doing yeah. in the community. And that's
2: how, I mean, that's how I found you guys, right? Yeah. Social media. You guys do a good job. Yeah. Telling your a lot story, a lot of
0: time on my phone. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I'll be like, damn, I need to get off my phone. I feel that. <laughs>
2: I try to do a little bit. I try to do yeah. a break from the gram when I can do Yeah. Kind of just take yeah. a break, you know, you need that. But the work you're doing through that. I mean, that's why like social media is like, we can get into this if we want, but it's like. It has negatives, but there are so many ways to connect with people through it. And it has so many positives. For sure. Very powerful. You just got to control it just like anything else in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. We'll talk 313 a little bit more when we intro Joe. Lance, I want to talk more about the ASICS partnership. So you yeah. said
0: that started in February. Well, January? it started in Yeah. The, the process started in January. Okay. Did you like apply for this or did they kind of? Okay. I did. Sweet. Um, But when I applied for it, I had no idea it was ASICS. It was just a company called Vitamin Enriched, actually, and they were looking for um, Black and Indigenous people of color with powerful uh, running stories, um, or that are making impact in their community. And um, wow, perfect! I was like, we're making, we like that's us. (laughs) That's one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. I applied for it, um, and it was like a two thousand dollars stipend, and then they were saying like they would do some recording and do some highlighting, but they they didn't they didn't explain it to the magnitude of what it was, okay. I was just like, you know, this is an opportunity to make a little money yep. and then an opportunity to shine more light on what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied. And then once it went over to the next phase, it was like an interview with the production team and they were saying all oh, this. And then it was like, okay, well we didn't let you, what well, I said it would be for, um, a sports brand, like okay. a running brand. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then they was like, it's ASICs. I'm like, wow. Wow. That's dope. That's a big one. But yeah. I, but, but the ASICs partnership happened after the production thing. Because it wasn't like, oh, you about to, we about to have ASICs sponsorship. It was like it organically built from them hearing this, my story and okay. then from them seeing what we doing, what we run through on three. Okay. And then us being like eager to say like, yo, we want y'all to be a part of this, okay. you know. So your resume
2: on top of that kind of attracted Yeah. Them to oh, go. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay.
0: And then once you get to start, you know, you get to see different sides of people once you start working with them and seeing, you know, their level of professionalism and, and different things like that. You know, there was like, oh, yeah, it's super easy. It's like an alley-oop. Yes. But um. Yes. the partnership has been very easy because we already doing the work, yep. you not know, like pulling teeth for us to get to do things. Yeah you know it fits into um, what you're already yeah and this is on. their first time doing an ambassador program like this yeah so they still learning and growing and trying to figure out the nuances and and ways to improve
2: how many ambassadors do they have do you know that five okay yeah so you're so it's a select few dude yeah that's yep. pretty cool man
0: yep and so. we looking forward to next year we just had that end of year call um seeing how we can grow seeing you know what worked what didn't work how mm-hmm. can we improve that that type of thing and um Man, it's been a crazy year, though. A lot of exposure. You lot guys of, like, got to go to the Falmouth races? and Man, we got to go to World Athletics. Fal- we did the Falmouth Road Race. We did a race in um, Eugene, Boston. Yeah, dude. Because I, I qualified for Boston, then went out there. I was the only ambassador out there for Boston. Okay. You got quali- to run. You got to qualify. Fa- yeah, yeah so, exactly. So I was out there, and they had an um, ASICS uplift house in Boston because mm-hmm. they got a headquarters out there. And, um, yeah, yeah. Went out there and then that's when it, that's when I my eyes were like whoa, whoa. that was crazy. how big this was right yeah 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 it's amazing and, and then, then, then on top it,
2: of that do they hook you up with gear I'm sure you got yeah oh that type Super. of stuff
0: anything we ask for Yes. it's like yeah you, you got it you know <laughs> anything I love it, dude.
2: well I'm happy that you have that behind you because I yeah. think it's gonna help propel you guys for sure because I I
0: believe in the work you guys are doing big time yeah and so. then I mean nice social media presence you know Facebook Instagram Twitter and really. Highlighting what we do, like they had a whole full-on production team. It was like twenty-four people that came to my house, came to different places, put the uh, information out. Then that went out all around the world. You know, they be like, "Yeah, you a ASIC celebrity around here?" Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like that's crazy. Yeah, man, I love it,
2: dude. I love Mm -hmm. it. Um, Okay, one last thing, I want to ask you before we get into some housekeeping here. You were a little bit maybe injured this summer, but you're running Chicago. So I just want to check in with how's the body feeling?
0: Not. Well, I had a little injury when in okay. found him with stepping on a uh, algae rock, slip, fell, took a nice little chunk out my foot, but okay. that was, that had me down like a little week. So it wasn't like a running injury; it was just like nah. this little, little pain in the foot. No. Nah. and then I had a little runner's knee on my left knee, but it, nothing too crazy. Okay, so body's feeling um, pretty good. Yeah, my body feeling all right. I got a little calf issue, but it's it's it'll it'll be all right before Sunday. There's always
2: a little something going on. So, right?
0: so it's like damn, my body ain't like. <laughs> I don't feel nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
2: (laughs) but yeah, I'll be all right. I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to get some housekeeping in, and then we'll introduce our very special guest of the the morning. Uh, For today's episode fact, you know we're going to stick to Detroit facts and keep the PRP educated about the 313. So me and the lads are going to throw out two juicy Detroit facts, and I'll be interested to know, see if you guys know both of these. I feel like one of them you'll know, and maybe the second one you won't. But fact number one, it may seem a bit somber. But in my opinion, it kind of reflects the spirit behind Detroit and this beautiful, diverse city. Fact number one, did you know that Detroit has tried and failed to host the Olympic Summer Games nine separate times, which is the most by any city in the world to never actually host the event? The city made a know. bid. It's a crazy one, huh? Nine times, bro. That's crazy. And they keep going that's for it. That's the, wild. the city made a bid to host every single Summer Games from 1940 to 1972. Mm. Their 1963 proposal for the 1968 games was the closest they came when they finished second to Mexico. Damn. Now the Motor City has been snubbed yet again as the next summer games to be in the U.S. is in L.A. in 2028. Mm. So that's kind of a crazy one, but I kind of like that one because like Detroit's not going to stop, in yeah. my opinion. Detroit right? never stops. we are going to keep trying. Yeah. They're going to keep it going. Doesn't Nine have
0: times. That's my line number. There you go. In my fraternity. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, nah. I love it. Wow. So Detroit, we ain't going to stop it out here, people. Listen up. All right, fact number two. You guys might be familiar with this, and this might be not as in your lane, but I'm a big history buff. So this is a history-related one. Did you know that Detroit was absolutely essential in winning World War II? Of course, any Detroit devotee knows the city's auto manufacturing history, but did you know that in early 1942, tanks. Detroit's big yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe's on it. Detroit's big three automakers, Ford, Chrysler, and GM, halted all car production to concentrate on the war mission. Everything from Sherman tanks to B 24 bombers came out of Detroit. And Joseph Stalin was actually quoted himself, remarking to FDR Detroit is winning the war. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So shout out to Detroit, bro. Yeah. I was unaware. Detroit actually makes the M1 Abrams still to this day. Still to this day? Right there on Mound and 10 Mile. Wow. Yeah. I love it. There's a big, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I told you guys all this already, but I'm just into the spirit of Detroit, bro. Yeah. I love it. We got some super history. Yeah. A lot of pride, too. A lot of pride, dude. A lot of pride. Um, okay. Joke of the episode. Now, I like to usually poke fun a little bit, make fun of ourselves here a little bit, and so we're going to poke a little bit of fun at Detroit. Okay. We're going we're gonna to go Detroit sports poking fun because – it's no mystery that Detroit sports teams struggle here and there, but we love them. So the mm-hmm. wings are usually solid. They mm-hmm. seem to be struggling a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Every now and then the Tigers are okay. Shout out Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. The Pistons won back in 8 04. 4 Was that 0-4? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like Chauncey? Yeah. 04. Chauncey, Rip, Tayshaun, Ben Beat Wallace. Truss- ben Rish- yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, was did. That was a cool year because they didn't really – they didn't really have like a, no I mean, stars. all those guys were good, but they didn't have a star. They were a team basketball. We team. beat the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, with Kobe,
0: right? Yeah, beat yeah. them, beat they ass. <laughs> yes. How old? Are, so I how hate old to are you? say that I really was rude for the Lakers. Were you? Oh, yeah. Oh, come yeah, I'm, on, I'm a ass. super Kobe fan. Okay, like, I mean, I'm a Kobe guy. You've I have my Gary Kobe Peyton. jersey. <laughs> Detroit, oh, yeah. Detroit people wanted to beat my ass. Yeah, I like, bet having I, on a Kobe jersey. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, but how old were you guys to know for then? Was that you guys? I was in high t- school, yeah. Oh, okay. four, grade. I was, yeah, I was no. in 10th grade. Okay, yeah.
2: amazing, amazing. <laughs> but aside from those three teams, I know you guys know we've got one repeat offender in Detroit sports allure that's coincidentally a team that I've adopted and love supporting since <laughs> I moved here in 2016. The good old Detroit Lions. Are you guys Lions guys, or just do you guys NFL at all, or do you guys stay away from football? I like Detroit. Okay. I don't watch football though. Okay. But you're down to support the Lions. But if
1: I see Detroit Lions, one of them out at the a restaurant, it's love. Yeah. Like,
0: okay. All love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love yeah, that. Same. Like I, I feel more out of football. Okay. Lately, but I'm, I've always been a basketball guy. Played basketball in high school and stuff. So, yeah. but you guys are also busy on Sundays with the with your running oh, right. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But
2: but Detroit
1: but Lions is huge here. Yeah. And like I still go out. I can't believe and stuff like how that. huge
2: it is, bro. It's yeah. like.
1: We don't win, and everyone shows up, and they sell up. out Ford Bro, Field. They sell out the the um. Just this past Sunday, I went to the the Harvest Fest. Correct. Okay. Right? It was an event. Yep. Everywhere around that, tailgating, just insane crazy. tailgate, insane. Like people was tailgating miles away from the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> On my way to the stadium, I'm seeing tailgating tents. Like, and I'm like two miles out. Yeah. I'm like, this is it's a crazy. Party. It's a
2: party. And like you said, they lose, but. I, I was at the home opener and it was sold out, dude. Don't matter, but
0: when, it's gonna come a time they're gonna win. It is gonna come a time. <laughs> we, they win? we may not see it, <laughs> but uh, it'll it's happen. Gonna, it's gonna turn around. It'll happen, dude. It's gonna happen. You know,
1: we had the Super Bowl here too.
2: Yeah. When, when was that? When did you guys host the ball? Was that 2006?
0: Okay. In yeah. Ford Field, I think. Was, yeah. Yeah.
2: And Ford Field hosts 30,000
1: people, so it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I love Ford Field,
0: bro. Yeah. It was it was crazy downtown with the Winterfest and all of that stuff going on. Yeah. Oh no. I love it. All right, here we go. First Detroit Lions
2: joke. Ready? Uh-huh. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Owen. Owen.
0: Oh. Uh, Owen.
2: Oh, he's about to say like Owen oh, eight. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Owen Owen Right. <laughs> there you go. Joe called it. <laughs> Owen three. How about those Lions? Oh, yeah. There we go. That's see. that one. You're second, right. Second joke. I thought the 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 jokes are pretty bad today, but we'll we'll try to throw one more in there. Um second joke. What does a Detroit Lions fan do when his team has just won the Super Bowl? Detroit Lions fan, dude. He turns off his PlayStation Five. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little harsh, but you know we'll we'll poke fun at ourselves. Like I like I like that Lance said though, they're coming back, dude. At some it's point, it'll come around, dude. Mm-hmm. I thought this year might be the year, but I'm still in that you know I'm still in that novice stage, Detroit Lions fan. So I still have that hope every year.
0: Yeah, and I think that well, you don't have to be a novice to have that hope. Okay. <laughs> Some people, we still have that hope for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just because, like, like I, what we was talking about earlier, Detroit just don't stop. Detroit's, like, full of pride. Detroit is, like, it's just a different type of city. No matter how bad we down, like, we just never give up. Keep going. We just always got something in us. Yeah. So I love that's it. probably where it comes from. It's like, to be from Detroit, it's like, you just can't give up. You yep. know? Like, even though you, you, you know the Lions trash, but... <laughs> But if you're it'd be like, nah, we good. And though. believe it. Yeah, exactly. Like we ain't gonna step on our own <laughs> on our own people, type of thing. So. Detroit really loves Detroit. Yeah. It's terrible, cool, man. It's crazy. Like there's a lot of love here, dude. Yeah. I love it. Only people that can talk about Detroit is Detroiters. If you're not from the city and you talking about Detroit, we got a problem.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we know if you're not from the city. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: Right. Right. It's yeah. Like someone like me, I'm kind of a satellite guy, but I'm, I'm a big fan.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's the best way? How, how should I navigate talking about Detroit with Detroiters? Then? Say good things. Say good yeah. things. <laughs> Start there. Start there. we will be good. You'll be good. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love it. I love it. I'm getting, I'm getting schooled over here. Okay. So, quote, today's episode, quote, is coming to us from a true legend of the rap and R&B game. Someone who laid a lot of groundwork for artists out there today, and unfortunately, and tragically, and sadly, I'm sure you guys heard about this, we lost him. Last week, I think, to some medical complications. Coolio. Did you guys hear oh, about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you hear about Coolio? Coolio, man. He passed away from a heart attack. Yeah. Sad. R.I.P. So I figured this would be a good um, good space to, to take a quote from the late and great, the one and only Coolio. And Coolio is going to speak to us in the form of song this morning. So Coolio, t- I'm trying to figure out if I should rap this or if I should just read it. Just read it. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to sound very white when I read <laughs> Coolio lyrics, but I'm going to do my best. Okay? So coolio tells us it's time to take it to its full potential peep this and drop some game on the instrumental it's essential that you listen close you better tell your folks that the Lok has spoke first things first since your date of birth you've been kind of confused about what your life is worth 50 million times your weight in gold you got to take control because fools don't live to be old you can do anything that you want to all you got to do is put your brain into it take some time and educate your mind and in the long run I'm sure you'll find that if you walk the walk, you can talk the talk. Mm. But don't wait too long because life is short. And remember, no matter what they're telling you, if you try, you can be a winner too. Nice. I love that song, bro. Yeah. You guys like what the winner? Is that? That's the winner. Keep on pushing. Oh, word. Moving okay. on up. I got I gotta, right, to put Coolio on shuffle. Too. Yeah, you got to yeah. throw some Coolio in the shuffle. Yeah. So I, I
0: have a, it's always uh, Gangsta's Paradise. For yeah. Us. Like that was the hit. That was the hit. I have you a know, fact about Gangster's Paradise just yeah. for this pod. It's pretty pretty interesting fact. We were so young, too. And it was so Super good, young. though. It
2: was so good, though, like, I remember
0: bro. singing, rapping that, being, like, young at the Boys and Girls Club. You know, like, that's back in, like, 90, I want to say, like, 97. And it was a child-appropriate
2: appropri- child song because he took a sample from Marvin Gaye, I think, to make that song, and mm. Marvin Gaye didn't want a bunch of profanity on it. Mm. So there's not a lot of swear words in that. Mm. But listen to this. You guys are going to like this. Gangsta's Paradise is the only song to surpass a billion streams on Spotify from an artist that hasn't released an album in over three decades. Mm. What? Oh, that happened after he died. I don't I don't think it necessarily crazy. happened after he died, but I think it's like it's happened somewhat recently and he hasn't mm. put out music in forever. Right. He have not put out music in forever. <sighs>
0: Twenty some odd
2: years, I know. So Coolio is withstanding the test of time, bro. That's what's up, Coolio. That right
1: there, what you just said is why I'm in business here, because music um, is more has has more uh, earning potential than like the stock market, because the stock never goes down. And you today, Lance, this week, whatever, we've all listened to a song from thirty years ago, at least, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Yeah. right. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So no matter what when it come out people are always going to press play on it if they like it yeah exactly how his estate
2: gets that money forever from a song that came out 30 years ago in perpetuity right fuck like you were saying yeah. in perpetuity i like the way right. joe's mind thinks about the yeah. music stuff i love it yeah. i love it all right well coolio rest in peace dude you will be missed uh all right lance what do you think you think it's time to introduce the big dog the big chief let's get it our special guest of the episode <laughs> our guest today is also a distance runner, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. He's also the co-founder of We Run Three One Three, Detroit's premier run club. Mm-hmm. He is a proud Lululemon ambassador, so this man's drip is also on point. Mm-hmm. This might be a little controversial, but who's dripping harder, Asics or Lulu? I don't want to. I don't want to pit them against each other, but
1: <laughs> I think, and I've talked to Lululemon about this. Okay, um, I think Asics got more like flair. Lululemon has better product quality gear right yeah but ace has got more swag in okay. their designs yeah. but, Lu, but lulu got it as far as like product quality okay i sure. think that's a
0: fair asics been in the running the running specific industry specifically for for a very long time yeah.
2: is lulu like, with your partnership with them joe is lulu trying to come into is it like lululemon running or is it still just kind of like athletic wear
1: yeah they're they have running
2: running specific yeah. stuff
1: yeah they got running specific stuff
2: they have they call them um yoga
1: running and uh, CrossFit. Okay. So running is like a big thing of theirs.
0: Subcategory of theirs. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But but yoga like is life? their main thing. Sweat life.
1: No, Sweat Life is just a campaign. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a word that starts with an M. Okay. Modality. Modality.
2: There you right. go. Nailed it. So
1: yeah. So my modality is run. Okay. Then you have other ambassadors whose modality is yoga. Then you have other ones whose is CrossFit. Uh,
2: mm. CrossFit. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. He is the owner and operator of APX Studios, located just north of Detroit in Ferndale. He is the proud father of two wonderful children, ages five and seven. So he is in the thick of it, people. And he is leading by example, empowering himself by way of empowering others around him to be better and more fulfilled versions of themselves. Mr. Joe Robinson. Joe. This one's been a while in the making, bro. I'm yes. really excited. Yes, sir. Thanks for being here, bro. Yep. First question for you, Joe. All right. Podcast. You're All a podcaster. Right. Yes, I you've am. You've been on a podcaster, too. Yes, I have. And you've also hosted a couple podcasts, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you, we were talking a little bit about the podcast that you had. You just kind of you had a podcast that was just kind of about things you were interested in life, right. yeah, ways of thinking, music, stuff like that. It was called Joe was Running Unopposed with Joe Robinson. Oh, that's a great name. Is it on, is it on like Spotify and all this? everywhere? Yep. Okay. Everywhere. We'll link that so people can check that out. Please do. You got a lot, you got a, got a lot of good stuff to say. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for this, bro. Yeah, Went yeah. to dig into that a little bit. Thanks, um, Let's talk about the kids, the kiddos. Okay. Five and seven years old. Yes, sir. Wow. Dude. Yeah. How do you do all this shit and have kids, man? Uh, Well, my girlfriend. Okay. Um, Jamila. Okay.
1: Shout out to Jamila. Um, yeah. She is uh very instrumental. Okay. Probably the most instrumental next to my mother. Um, I couldn't have kids without my mother and grandmother. Like they have yeah.
2: a lot. They help out with the kids. Yeah. A lot. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. And it's like, no questions. Like they know I'm busy. Mm-hmm. They know I'm trying to, tra- they, they know that I'm trying to save the world. Yep. So it's a, I, I have a tall order in front of me. So yeah. they don't, they don't hate on that. They okay. don't never call and say, Hey, come get the kids or no, I can't watch the kids or this. None of that. They're on board. Yeah. They, 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 they are like parents too. It's like no different from them and me. Yeah,
2: that's them. amazing. It's good yeah. for the kids too. Yeah, it's great for them. And so you said you have your grandma that helps out too. So that's their great grandma. Yeah, yeah. My great grandmother is uh, seventy eight and she's kicking. Wow. Yeah, she's good. That is amazing, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah. So you so the help from your family that kind of infrastructure allows you to have kids, be a dad, and also kind yeah, of chase yeah, these other I things see, up too.
1: You know, I, sometimes I see people struggle with kids, and all I could think about because they're not expensive, mm-hmm. right? I think most people without children kind of get scared away because they think of this cost a- aspect, but the kids really not that expensive. They I mean they eat oatmeal, and chicken nuggets. No, no, yeah. <laughs>
2: right. Dino nuggets. Bro. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> I, man, I buy so many dino- dinosaur nuggets, <laughs> but they don't like, they don't eat what we eat. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Their clothes. I mean, the clothes can get costly because they grow so much. Yes. So you buy something and two months later, it don't fit, which yeah. is, that can be costly, but, um, But the the, the main thing about kids is the time, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. if you and if you're uh, the average adult works 40 hours a week and, you know, you're trying to run a business or you're trying to work a job or you're trying to go to school, you're not going to really have the time. You know what I'm saying? So you need grandpa, grandma, you know, auntie, uncle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And a lot of stuff you do is not going to necessarily fall in like standard business hours either, right? Oh, You're man. Be doing stuff yeah. at night and on the weekends. No, we
1: doing this 8, 8 a.m. We was here at 8 a.m. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then yep. we got to go back and do two-mile Tuesday at 6. 6, yeah. And exactly. that goes
2: to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's like, you know. It's a balance. It is a balance. Your, gra- your I, grandma and mom live close to you then in Detroit? No, or? they stay on the east side. They stay on the east side? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. My family don't leave, leave the east side of Detroit. Okay. I was the only one in my family
1: to leave the east side, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, okay.
2: Um let's talk this Big Sean thing. Okay. It's like dawn, it's the Dawn weekend, is that what it was called? yeah Can you just tell me more about this? Uh I thought you, this was so cool, man.
1: Yeah. So Big Sean does this event in Detroit every year since twenty seventeen, but he skipped twenty twenty. We all did. Yeah, right. right. Everyone did. Right. The world uh, skipped twenty twenty. <laughs> right. Um uh, it's called Don Weekend. Okay. He has an organization called the Anderson Foundation, which is him and his mother Myra Anderson, and they do a whole bunch of stuff. Like they got Adidas to come and build some studios, recording studios for Detroiters, for Detroit kids, and you know they gave away money. And he go back to his school, Cass Tech, and Don. But the Don Weekend is a uh, like a festival for the community. Okay. Uh, big stage kickball games with uh, uh local politicians and local Detroit celebrities and
2: giveaways. And you were like, you were on the panel speaking there, weren't you?
1: <clears throat> yeah. So they do that too.
2: I forgot about that. That was amazing, bro. <laughs> yeah, I
1: forgot about that. You were like
2: up on a stage, like speaking to the people, dude.
1: Yeah. So they did a panel on mental health. Okay. And um, they asked um, they asked me to speak on it. And it was all good. And luckily, I was on that panel with guys that I knew, that I've been knowing for years. Okay. So
2: it was good to, like— A little more comfortable.
1: Yeah, it was okay. good, because I'm like, you know, I've been knowing these guys for a long time, so it was all good. Okay.
0: Lance, were you there? You Were you were you there? Yep, yeah. I was there.
2: Did you speak, to or did you just— No, nah,
0: no. Nah, they just needed one in person from We Run 3 on 3 to speak okay. about it. They wanted to um talk to us. I was like, Joe got a connection to Big Sean and stuff. Like, that made sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was— like a layup You know yeah. what I'm saying Like oh, everything yeah. be falling into place I think it was like A full circle moment For him too Yeah, yeah it was That's cool you know? Yeah that's a good point dude. Yeah yeah, That's, that's great cool. yeah. So I was there Behind the scenes Just getting the video footage Got it you know? <laughs> But it's
1: like this though Let me say this about yeah. it Like yep. when When I do something Or when Lance do something It's like It all goes to the same place It's not like He do something And it just falls on Lance And Lance get all the benefit It goes to We run 313 Yeah When I do something It goes to We run 313 you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We try to make all roads lead to We Run 313 as much as we can. Yeah. Right. Because it's natural, right? <clears throat> and me and him actually had a conversation about this, about um, uh, we was talking about like our tasks and titles and stuff, th- things that we do inside the Run Club. Okay. And I was like, some of the emails that we on, they don't require both of us to be on the email chiming in back and forth. It right. They just don't require that. So it's natural that it's going to be things where, they call Lance. They call Joe. But as long as we remember, all roads lead back to we run three one three. Yeah. No matter what happens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So
2: I love uh, that. It's so all so it's about the brand, and your brand is not about yeah. making money. Your brand is about supporting a community. And you
1: want to know what's crazy? Like, it's got it, we run 313, we become so synonymous with it, right? I mean, obviously. Right. That even if one of us wanted to uh Keep the benefit for ourselves. He can't tell his story without me. Yeah, right. without saying my name. Yeah, I can't tell my story without saying his name. Yeah. So it you can't even escape it. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, I think that's dope too. I think you know that's really saying? dope. You guys are building and, something and, together, and that, and that keeps uh, that keeps us connected because it's like like I said, it's natural that sometimes they call him, sometimes they call me. Like you called me yep. or email me, but mm-hmm. look who's here. He's yep. still mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? Because I can't talk about we run three one three without. Last. Without Uncle Woods, bro. Yeah, you just can't do
2: it. <laughs> you got to have it. Uncle four.: That's right. right. That's right. So we got to, I want to, this is a perfect time then to just dive a little bit deeper into the We Run 313. You two are kind of the heart and soul behind it. And then how many other people, obviously you have a lot of people that come out to the runs, mm-hmm. but how many people aside from you two are helping drive this engine forward? I heard you mentioned like you have captains kind of or. Right. So, so it
1: started out as like 18 people. And we call that our leadership. And if you go to we run three one three dot com, you okay. can click meet the team and it'll give you all these people bios and all this stuff. Um so it started out like that, where so we built this thing as we went. We didn't come into it like it was a huge vision. Yeah, no, no, it was really literally like let's just run. Okay. Like good. let's invite people to run and that's it. See what happens. Yeah. Yep. And what happened was people started saying, Hey, you guys should do an event. I'll produce the event. Okay, boom. Now you're our events chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody came and said, "Hey, you guys should uh y'all should really do warm-ups before you run." And guess what? I'm a strength and conditioning coach. That's what my degree is in.
2: I'll come help. Yeah. So
1: boom. Boom, you're our strength and conditioning <laughs> coach on our team. You know, somebody said, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm an accountant. I'm good with balancing books. I'm good with just organization and things. All right, boom, you're our uh, COO, Chief Operations. You know what I mean? So like, that's how our leadership came together. Yeah. A very good example is um. I thought I just gave you some examples, but give, give me you another. More. Yeah, give me another. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Barnett. Like, right? Okay. Like, I knew Aaron before the Run Club
2: is Aaron is this the same Aaron that that hosts the PR project with yeah, Tommy? yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah. so okay. I
1: knew Aaron before the Run Club but the Run Club made me really get to know him okay. I just kind of knew him from around and stuff so anyway as the Run Club went on I would see because I've been in music Aaron has friends we got some mutual friends that do music and he was telling me like yeah you know this artist here I did his album cover I'm like, damn, that's sweet. You know what right. I'm saying? I didn't know you can do that type yeah. of stuff. He like, yeah, I did that. I did this, and he started showing me all this stuff. And at the time, Lance was making our flyers,
0: <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm not, not a graphic Lance designer. Is right. Lance was far. doing his best. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to Fresh. say
1: anything because because he's not a graphic designer at
0: all. But <laughs> gotta I'm, get the word out.
1: I'm not either. <laughs> yeah. So we was using it. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So Aaron was like, bro, who's making y'all flyer, bro? I'm like, bro, listen, we doing the best we can. Right? <laughs> right. So he was like, man, I was like, why don't you take a whack at it? And he did it and he did such a great job. We was like, yo, you need to be our creative director, like oversee the things that we do uh, visually and creatively. And let's see what
2: happens. Is he still doing that for you guys? And mm-hmm. He does a phenomenal job. Your guys' job. stuff is fucking great. That's all Aaron, bro. He behind. He, Shout he out to Aaron, bro.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: what I mean. Like how our leadership team come together. It's just these people. We didn't put out no... Uh, forms and Everything applications. Was organic. Yeah. They all just kind of Even said.
0: like Asia, our track coach. Okay. You know, she come with 20 plus years of experience. I just met her one day on a Quinter Cut. Like, yo, she was doing yoga out there actually. Random. She don't even do a lot of yoga either. Okay. <laughs> but um, she was out there just stretching, doing her thing and stuff. And um, I just invited her to come run. And then she liked what we were building. She liked what we were doing. She saw that we were like, organically and authentically doing um, something good for the community yeah. and exposing black people to running. And she was, down. which she had been in and running all her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as um, track is concerned. So she started coming around more and more and then she start just offering all of her experience to the run club. And then we like, yo, you could be our track coach. And then she started doing track Fridays and like helping us with running mechanics and just learning the different things about running that's bigger than just running. Yeah. You know what I mean? Certain things you can know about running. And um, we started developing that foundation for those that wanted to take running a little bit further. But yeah. I love that.
2: I feel like there's two lessons there, Joe. There's like the first one I've heard you talk about this on your Instagram. Like you got to just start something. It doesn't have to be a grand plan. And that kind of ties into something I heard you talking about on Instagram where you're like, you don't have to be the top 1% at something. Like everyone wants to get rich and be the best, right. but you can just kind of have something that's a expression of what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And then if you do it, the thing, the second lesson, what Lance kind of says, you do something authentically and you start making that wake. Other people are going to see it and want to get on board. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I like the way you guys do that. Dude. Yeah. Thank you. One step at a time. Right. You don't have to have a master plan.
1: You just need enough to get to the next step. Yeah, like exactly. When You walking up a flight of steps, you just need enough strength to get to the next one.
2: This and then the you can recalibrate. Step. and yeah, You don't look at a
1: flight of steps and try to go all the way. I'm mean, going to take one huge step to the top floor.
2: <laughs> Hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, you just want to get to the next step. I always it. say baby steps is progress, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Rules of the podcast, gents. We got three quick and easy rules. First rule, Joe, you have to be vulnerable. Okay. I feel like you're a vulnerable guy. I'm getting there. You're getting there. You're yeah. working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. Rule number two, you have to be honest. Okay. You'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Rule number three is Uncle Wood's rule. Guest host serves as primary arbitrator. <laughs> so if Joe and I get into it, Lance, you got to drop the gavel. Ah, gotcha. Let us know what's good. Gotcha. Like you might be a little biased towards Joe and that's just fine. Well, I mean, I like,
0: I like, I like the rules. I mean, okay. you can't, you can't um, be vulnerable if you're not being honest. There you go. A little structure, right? Right. right. So, yeah. Okay. Joe, some softballs for you here.
2: Tell us what wow. race you're training for and what date is this race occurring? um
1: chicago marathon mm-hmm. um this is this sunday october 9th nice. 2022
2: is that a 7 30 gun 8 8 a.m gun what time is it you want to know something crazy you I know i have not even been on chicago's website that's fine i haven't looked at none of the, i just haven't i uh, just usually i'll do all this research i haven't looked at the course i haven't looked at the more runners than you'd be, than you'd think are on the same page as you. So <laughs> but don't, you, don't but usually, you know, I do. I go look at the frequently asked questions and start to do all this. Okay,
1: where's the expo? Where's I haven't looked at none of that stuff. Now,
2: I never know. do. No,
0: just on the way as down. As soon as I get you. there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like I know I got <laughs> to run 26.2 miles. That's it. And I've been doing that. So yeah. I ain't trying to fill all my mind with all this stuff that don't log- even matter. Yeah, you don't get into the logistics hole before. Nah. Okay. Nah. I mean, like a little, couple of days bit. before, but yeah. not, I, you know. I just need of,
1: to know what time we start. And
0: that's where. it. I mean, know where the expo is. Know I got to pick up my bid before it closes. And then know what time I need to be down there. And then now it's ready to rock. And then it's showtime. Yeah. That's it. 100%. <laughs> time to run. That's it. That's I'm, right. not, I'm not trying to fill my mind and, or have anxiety for things that I cannot control. Yes. It's like. Why do what? it, bro? You, you, you. Yeah, you worrying yourself out, and you got to focus on the run. Yeah, Lance, hundred percent, bro. Don't fill your
2: mind with shit you can't control. No. Nah. because then you just stress. Then you just got anxiety um, for nothing. For nothing, bro. and it's all in the mind. No benefit there for that either. Uh, Joe, tell tell me this. I don't know this. I, I think I you're relatively new to running, but I could be wrong. Tell me what race of your career this is. You don't have to have an exact number either. Uh, you're right. I might, I might have
1: over forty medals.
2: Okay. So you've been doing close when, to 40. When did you get into running? When did running become a big part of your life?
1: Uh, like 28. Oh, I, I started in 2015.
2: Okay. I went for my first run in 2014, but Kay. I kind of like
1: started. But 2018 is when I was like You
2: fell in love with it? Oh, I run. Yeah. So what's up? And yeah. when you started running, was it just to like be a little bit more healthy or how like what was your journey Definitely like early was on? Definitely was to be
1: healthy. Definitely was to be healthy. If a damn show wasn't about being fast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the last thing on my uh on my mind. Um, so it was for sure about being
2: healthy. Okay. Right. And then what happened in 2018 that made you like I'm a runner? Is that when you did your first like race? And we're free actually press. Like,
1: okay. Went to the uh, free press expo, Detroit Free Press Marathon Expo. By mistake. Yeah. One of my friends, Lamont Williams. I just saw him at the uh, the Harvest Fest the okay. day. But uh, he done it in 16 to 17. But he never said anything about it. You just did it. Just did it. Yeah. Like <laughs> like I didn't even know it existed. think i might have knew it existed but i just you know we we black in detroit that's that's not our event let me just say it in detroit the marathon is a white thing it's not a black thing at all so i heard about it but i never never knew it wasn't it wasn't on your radar wasn't on my radar so he was like hey um you should come to the expo i'm like what are you talking about and I was running at this time. This okay. is 2018 where I was starting to take running serious. He was like, you should come to the expo right now. Like right now. I'm like, what is it? He was like, man, the marathon is tomorrow. He was like, the marathon is tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> so I just always been optimistic. So I was like, all right, bet. I'm on the way. Okay. Went to the expo and it just blew my mind. Because I have been running, like Lance said, on the east side of Detroit by
2: myself. Yeah, that's what i going to ask, by yourself the This ain't part. like
1: Royal Oak, where you run and you see other people running. Or Farmington, where you see somebody running. It ain't like that in Detroit. Nobody's running. Especially where I was at. I was on East 7 Mile. Okay. So my Detroiters, when y'all hear this, they are, no. I'm on East 7 Mile, bro. Like, nobody is running over there at all. Not like, one person. Not one person. So I was just like in this bubble like yeah oh, i'm the only person running yeah you, you know what i'm saying and but when i went to the expo it was so many people there and they all was running and it was black people too and i saw these uh um running clothes i didn't even have no running clothes at the time i was running basketball shorts and like you know Facts. i saw <laughs> running clothes for sale i saw uh running supplements like jails and stuff Crazy. i saw all these um you're like, what is all this shit? Yeah, I'm like, I see, I'm seeing running shoes for sale. I'm seeing a booth that has other races. I didn't even know what a race, a 5K, none of that was. I'm seeing booths and this this race coming up and that race coming up and it blew my mind.
2: Yeah, my mind. Yeah, is this kind of like the the early seed of kind of the work you're doing with three one three to say like, look, my journey came from a place where no one around me was running. I didn't know much about it. Now I want to help cultivate a group of people that has that support and that like does have people to run with is that kind of like would you say that was like an early seed and now that you had the idea to do we run 313 at that moment but your journey i'm sure has kind of like translated into that a little bit right yeah
1: that was after after free press and after so after free press i did like three half marathons back to back i did october december and january okay and january is the one where they saw me and lance doing a run together but we didn't know each other but we was both there so i did them like back to back after that i was hooked and um when we met one of the things was we want to expose people to this because we weren't we just stumbled i I don't know how he found out about the free press but i just stumbled upon it and it's a great world to be a part of yeah and it's Mm health-based it's not like uh rap music where you just, you have to spend some money or you don't, you don't get a lot of healthy benefit from it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's health based. And one thing that our community, the African-American community needs more than a lot of things is a healthier lifestyle. So we just was like, yo, what can we do to expose this to our people? That was, so it it did become a driving force.
2: Yeah. you know, Amazing.
1: Because I was thinking, I'm like, man, what if I should have knew about this? And when I was in high school.
2: Long time ago. Yeah,
1: I should have knew about this. Why nobody said, hey, Joe, wake up. We're going to run a 5K. <laughs> nobody ever, ever in my life yeah. ever said that. And that's a problem. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying?
0: so. Not me. even just a 5K. Like, hey, let's go for a run. Right. Simple so- as that. It can be a run for 800 meters. Right. That that shit never happens. <laughs> yeah. Now, we was outside racing in Yeah, the we were racing in the streets. Little street races, stuff like that. But when it comes to like... Hey, let's go run for our physical or our mental wellness. Nah, hecky nah. The only time you was running because you had to run to be in condition for a sport. Like you running because you gotta run and play football, or you running because you gotta run to play basketball. But those are the main two sports that people played Some people dabbled into baseball. Um, some people did track, but it was like sprinters. You know, you kind of we meet a lot of people that ran track in high school that come to run. But they do not do distance. They be like, I'm staying away from distance. But then they eventually turn into hooked. distance because of the camaraderie that we've built within the run club. Yeah. So
2: so tell me about your running journey a little bit, Lance. Like, when did you start running? I
0: started running in 2015. Okay. Um, my first race was 2017. Okay. So the year before. Were you um, like Joe, though? And like for this first couple of years, were you just like a lone wolf running? Lone wolf. Lone wolf. Um, I was a lone wolf in Detroit, but. I was being held accountable and holding other people accountable via social media. Okay. So, like, I'll go for a run and then tag my friends and be like, yo, did you get your miles in? Or my friends, I'll check Instagram. My friends already got their runs in because I'm not a morning runner. I, like, do mine in the afternoon. Okay. um, So, I'll see them running and, and like, check my DMs, and they ran already three, four miles, and I'm like, shit, let me go run. It's time to go. But that's kind of how it was for, for me. Okay. um, But my best friend, Rodney, he had um started this Sweaty September initiative, and basically, that's like getting people reacclimated to their fitness goals. They make these New Year's resolutions in January to get all in shape and stuff like that. Most people be in the gym, but it was kind of like, kind of like um, getting people outdoors and running. I I tried it, sucked at it, could barely complete a mile because you don't know how to run. Mm-hmm. You're just running based off your ability. Yep. And the first thing you're gonna do is run fast. I never ran just a mile. You know, like I probably ran and never saw. You know. Like, it's like you run and then you stop and then you're done. Yes. Like, I'm not running to go that far. So. Su-
2: no, no sustained distance. No, nah, so yet.
0: I was run. It was it was like running, walking, run, walk, you know. But I had set a goal, like I want to do a mile. <laughs> and then I ran, walk until I got there. But it was like, why do anybody want to do this? This shit hurts. It sucks. So you don't know how to pace. You don't know how to breathe and all that. But right. that, that comes in time because you start saying like, oh, I did a mile. Let me try for two. I did two. Let me go for three. Mm-hmm. Damn, I did three. three. That's crazy. And then you're like, all my right, let me try to do three. When I did yeah. three, I was like, damn, I did three miles, bro. <laughs> Let's That's <go>. far. <laughs> Same. And then you're it's like, it's all relative, right? Yeah, like you're then, saying. Yeah. Then I remember, uh, like on Instagram, I was like, man, I'm about to go ahead and do five. And then when I had got like the 4.5 or five, like I actually ended up doing six and okay. I was like, damn. So then I did my first race. Cause I was seeing some of my friends that, I went to college in Tennessee, so a lot of my friends spread out around the country. Okay, And, um, you know, in different cities, you get different experiences. In mm-hmm. New York, it's going to be a lot of people running. L.A., people running. You know, Chicago, people running. So, like, having friends in those spaces in Dallas and in Houston and stuff like that, they people were outdoors because they saw it. Yeah. You don't see that in Detroit, yeah. not black people. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the only way I saw it was the exposure I got from seeing my friends do it on Instagram and stuff. So, that kind of, like made me want to do my first race. I seen people like doing the color run, five K's and stuff I'm like that. Damn, that'd be cold if I do that. Yeah. I ain't do the color run, but I found but that made me Google a race. Local race. A, a local race. And um that's how I stumbled on my first 10 it was a 10 K. But I have been running a little bit so I felt like I can do it. And I did it and I came second place in my um second place overall um second place overall first of my age group okay it was a small race though and so, i was like holding Still, like a, that's cool like, yeah i was like it was like an eight twenty pace okay. so it wasn't really like a lot of competition out there but that did something for me in my spirit like i don't even really run like that and i came second place that's crazy yeah so then the week after is how i stumbled upon the uh free press because um my boy rodney that started the sweaty september his sister she's a police officer and she told me are you doing she asked me was i doing a free press next week and i'm like no she was like oh Well this is a big rate, you should sign up for it. I'm like, all right, bet. I signed up and then I went. I was like, Damn
2: Did you guys both free press for the first time in the same year then? Or was it okay? No, mine was twenty
0: seventeen, his was twenty eighteen. Okay. But we still we I did it 2018, too. Okay. And did you do the half or the full? Half, for sure. Half. Okay, okay. Wasn't nearly ready for no Yeah, pool. I was going
2: to say, Joe heard about the day before. I thought he dropped a marathon right the day after, yeah. Half. <laughs> half. Uh, yeah. Big big halves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But
0: halves is a big deal. Halves are a big deal, man. Big deal. Yeah. It still is. It is. Especially for people that don't run. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I remember the first person I ever saw run a half marathon was Michael Wills, my, my frat brother. And I was just like, damn, he ran thirteen point one miles, bro. I can barely run four miles, three miles. That's crazy. And um, yeah, that's what that's what kind of inspired me to do the Detroit Free Press, seeing it, you know what I'm saying? Seeing is believing when you see people that you know that you talk to on a daily basis and you see that they're gonna be like, Man, I can do that shit too. You can do it too. Yeah. yeah. The that inspiration that's
2: that people inside your circle that you see doing yeah. it makes it easier.
0: Make it way easier. Which
2: is, that's what's like so crazy for me. Obviously, it's like hard for me to speak on this because I come from such a different place. But like the fact that you guys didn't have that exposure at a young age to have someone that you knew that ran and that you guys kind of had to have an independent journey towards this is like, yeah. it's crazy, it's, it, bro.
0: It's more normalized now. And then that's something that me and Joe noticed. It's like, dog, we got to do this now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because it's like people need to see themselves in this sport. Yes. You know, we wanted to expose black people to distance running because all of the benefits that we were getting from it from a healthy perspective. Yes. Right. You're talking about the physical side is really what we kind of got into it with. You know, like just want to stay in shape. But then as you do it more, like you start tapping into the mental mm-hmm. and then the spiritual side. And it's like, damn, like I'm getting all of this out of running. I don't even really care much about the physical no more. Right. Because I'm getting the mental benefits and the spiritual benefits, the emotional benefits that, that I'm gaining from it. You know, the intrinsic motivation that's happening within me is, is like trickling to different areas of my life. And yeah, we want to see more. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We want to see more black people doing this is like, and now like at the Detroit free press marathon, like we be having a hundred and some runners sign up for the free press. Yes. Like it was not like that before we started the run club. You know, you seen a sprinkle of black people here and there, but like now it'd be like, you know, when you come through this certain cheer, cheer squad section of, of the run club, like, we're going to be out right. there screaming, chanting. <laughs> it's going to be deep. It's And everybody within the whole free press is going to feel that energy. I love like it. Like, we run 313 was out there.
2: I love it, dude. Yeah. Good it's for crazy. you guys, man.
0: Good for you guys for putting this work together based
2: on, based on what you've been through and, and your journey to the sport. Um, all right, I'm going to switch it up on you a little bit, Joe. You ready? Yes. If it was your last day on earth, what would you do? And who hmm. would you spend it with?
1: i would uh go for a run okay in the morning in the morning in the morning a really long one okay um well maybe short and sweet you know and then i would spend the rest of the time with my kids
2: Mm -hmm. yeah just family time yeah anything specific like a barbecue or something or just chilling uh I, i i have a huge i get a huge joy of watching them have fun okay
1: Um, so maybe at a park or take them somewhere to do something fun. Yeah. Like that's, I get a lot of passion out of that. Like watching them have a great time.
2: So do that. Straightforward. Yeah. Easy peasy. It's easy. Yeah. I like that. Lance. What about you? Same question. It was my last day on earth. Yep. Would you kick it off with a run like Joe or would you? I probably wouldn't run. (laughs) Okay. To be honest. Um, no, I probably would. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Like Runners about 50-50 if, on that.
0: Some people are like, yeah, yeah
2: like, 100% run. Others are like, nah.
0: Yeah, I, I spend a lot of time with my family. Mm-hmm. I'm with Joe on that. Like, I spend some time with my mom, spend some time with my dad, um, my brother. Definitely have to do something with my nieces. Like, I, I'm like a second father to them. Okay. You know I me and My brother are really close. We grew up really close. Okay. Um, that's why I, like, I'm big on, it, like, the Uncle Woods. I don't have no kids, but I do have kids. Right, You know? um so i spend a lot of time with them that's that's pretty much what i do man like i try to see my friends i probably throw a big party yeah and try to get everybody there yeah um so i can like see everybody what before, up I, before i check out that's right
2: before midnight <laughs> <you know what laughs> <I'm saying? laughs> so,
0: yeah i probably do something like that okay
2: so straight and straight and easy for both of you guys spend time with the people you love with the people i love that's yeah. it that's the only i mean that's what life's all about right now yeah. that's really the only reason um, okay, we've talked about this a little bit, but I kind of want to double down. I'll be throwing these questions at both of you guys, but you guys balance a lot. You do a lot. We got a little jingle for this section. You ready for it? Work
3: a little and little too. Work-life
2: balance. All right, Joe, you're a big balance your life guy. Spiritually, that emotionally. That's so funny, man. Play that again. You like bro. that, dude? You're gonna love <laughs> this. Isn't the I got some good jingles for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So, how do you balance all this shit? First you do? of
1: all, wait a minute.
2: Okay. <laughs> you recorded that? Uh, it's not me. It's a buddy of mine. He's a Detroit mu- musician, too.
0: Oh, he made that. He, so, you know yes. that it's
2: big money in jingles. Uh, I've been trying to tell him that, dude. Like, I, huge. Like, he's a big TikToker. Yeah. And so, he's got music on Spotify. Uh, his name's Jacob Sigmund, but he's like a big TikToker. And as soon as I got the idea to have this podcast, I was like, bro. I need some. I need some jingles from
1: you. You know, all right. I'm gonna give you a fact, and we can move forward.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm ready this for about jingles okay. because
1: I I heard your intro too. Kay. So I'm like, damn, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the McDonald's, I'm loving it. Kay. Right, it's worth millions, tens of probably hundreds of million dollars. That jingle, right? And Pusha T wrote that. The rapper, Pusha T wrote that. that. Pusha T wrote, I'm loving it. He wrote that. Holy shit! Yeah. And did wow. he sell
2: that to him for like a one time? He, he sold
1: it. So now he's just signed a deal. He just did a Arby's jingle okay. and dissed McDonald's because he sold it for so cheap
2: mm-hmm. and it's worth so much. Mm.
1: And so he kinda did a he did did a new deal with I Arby's. I love that he
2: did a deal with Arby's.
1: Yeah. So wow. I'm just letting you know that, hey man. Let's
2: work, mo- work on your jingles. Let's monetize the jingles, yeah.
1: bro. Me and uh one of my partners here, we signed to a publishing company.
2: Okay. So maybe we'll, well talk more yeah, about that. Work this on afterwards. your jingles, man. I yeah. love that. I yeah, love that's that. funny though. I like that. You know, similar story with uh, another weird factoid about that push a tee thing. You know that the guy that designed the Nike sign? sold it to Nike for oh yeah, yeah. 300 bucks or something yeah mm. i definitely know that that's, that's got to hurt dude yeah. mm. just seeing that everywhere oh,
1: man. that that logo is <laughs> seeing that everywhere, <laughs> that, logo see worth that, billions. everywhere. <laughs> that logo is worth
2: billions <laughs> oh no that's oh, no. crazy i can't
1: yeah. even imagine that or like the guy who uh started uh apple with Steve
2: Jobs okay. sold his uh he sold a share for cheap didn't like he? 700 dollars oh <laughs>
1: That's literally a trillion dollar, that's literally a trillion dollar
2: company. That would hurt my soul. Trillion dollar company. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you live and learn, right? Yeah. Push a T. Now he's on the RB side of the fence. I love it. I love it. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk about, let's talk about how you balance all this stuff, Joe. All right. We did a little bit already, but you do a lot. I do. I want to dig into like the nitty gritty about this a little bit. So you're working APX studios and we run three, run three. Those are your two main kind of like professional endeavors. Right. Um how much of your time is split between both you think it's more 50-50 does it come and go it depends on what's going on we run 313 gets most of my time
1: majority of time yeah okay. so if if i had 100 hours we run 313 is probably
2: getting 70 of those hours okay yeah and then and then the studio gets the gets kind of the what's what's left of that yeah because time.
1: because the studio is like is not as established as we run 313 is and okay. what i mean by established is kind of like we run 313 has a culture established it has a business model established it has um kind of like damn near like an autonomous thing going yeah exactly um, and the studio has it's a it's a it's a uh, autonomous business model but it isn't established
2: so you're still grinding trying to get the I'm word i'm still out there. trying
1: to build it yep. build it build it build it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um and we run 313 just demands so much of me because we've been doing it for so long and we have so many things like it's non-stop yeah like non it's living like, breathing after one thing it's another <laughs> then we got to plan another and then here comes this big 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 thing that we have to plan. Yep. So we got to plan that. And then we have to do it. And then after that, like we have an off season, but it's really not really off season for us. Yeah. So with that said, I mean, we were on 313 literally takes up about 52 weeks of the year. Yeah. You know, and I have to take what's, what I'm when I'm not doing and I have to come to the studio and say, OK, I got a checklist here. Let me do these things. Knock here.
2: this stuff out. Yeah. And then on top of that, let's dive into this. The perfect liaison here. Let's talk about training. How do you find time oh, man. with all this stuff? Are you an are you a anti morning guy like Lance or do you like getting it up and getting it after getting after it? Or do you run in the evening? I morning?
1: used to be strictly mornings.
2: Um pandemic made me that way. But you like wild, like five AM guy or like normal? No,
1: no, no, seven AM. Yeah, okay. But but now I'm just a convenient. Whenever you can. Yeah, because my life is getting crazy.
2: Yeah. My kids, studio, we run three one three. So you gotta be an opportunist with your schedule. Whenever yeah. you got a little section, you'll jump onto a run. Yeah, man, like, it's crazy. I hate running at night. Yeah. But I be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk highs and lows of training. I want to talk to you. How do you, with everything you've got going on, how do you decide, how do you look at your calendar year and decide what races you're going to do? Is it kind of shooting from the hip or are you like super planned out? Like, how how long has Chicago been on your radar?
1: Um, Let me tell you an interesting fact about Chicago. Okay. In uh, 2018. Okay. When I was no twenty seventeen, when I was trying to ease into taking running serious. I don't know. I had this weird, crazy idea. And I told my mother, I'm like, Yeah, you know, I'm a uh I'm a, i think I'm about to go sign up for Chicago Marathon. Okay. I didn't even tell Lance this story. What'd your mom say to that? She was she, like, Oh, okay, okay. Whatever. She ain't well, say well, nothing. Okay. But <laughs> um, but I in twenty seventeen, I was like, Yeah, I'm about to sign up for this. I'm about to do it. And then I went on a site and I was like, Oh, I'm never doing this. I'm never doing this. First mm-hmm. of all, it was the lottery. Then it was qualification. Then I looked at the price too. You know, it's twenty seven. I'm. I don't even. I don't even run right. like that. Mm-hmm. So spending two hundred plus dollars to sign up was just crazy to me. Right. I couldn't even fathom that. So when I looked at that, I was like, "Oh, I'm never doing this. Like, this is
2: a thing I'll never do."
1: Yeah. I, I'm never doing this. It's over with. Yeah. And now yeah. here you are, bro. Yeah, right. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm here, right? right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So crazy how I, life works. I, it it's is crazy. You know? I was thinking. I swear to God, I was thinking about that. I'm like, damn. I I, I saw this, but then I was like, I'd never
2: do that. Yeah. I'm doing that. And then now things change and perspectives <laughs> yeah. change. Yeah. So how do you how do you figure out what you're doing for the year? I mean, do you you sit down and like, will you build your 2023 calendar like in the next few months, or do you just kind of say like, oh, in a couple months, I'm feeling fit. I'd like to go race or is it like how do you kind of like I kind of
1: like what we got going on so it, it's two things that happens so the first thing is we run 313 uh, we have established partnerships with many different organizations okay. and one of those organizations is Trivium Racing Trivium uh, they do a uh, uh, small races 5k 10k shout out to Richard Richard Swore and his wife Libby Swore shout out to both of them yep. yeah let's do it yeah, yeah. I love it Um, I, I love those guys I love their business model first of all what i like the most is how they treat and respect us yeah okay. mm-hmm. you know it's always good to be in business with people who want to be in business with you yes. and who's willing to meet you halfway it's critical yeah somebody some people don't want to meet you halfway they just want they just want all the gain from you but mm-hmm. uh trivium is not like that they're a stand-up organization um so it's based on trivium right because we have a partnership and so we say all right Trivium does this series of races every year. It's like five to six races. This year it was five. Last year it was six, but it's five this year. Um, Five to six races, and um, that's like 5K, 5K, uh, 10K, 10-miler, half marathon, right? And so we – that's kind of like the –
2: It's kind of your baseline. You try to prioritize those events.
1: It's kind of like the – as far as running your participation, I would say and, and then it leads in the free press. It's kind of like the backbone of our running schedule, how we how
2: our runners engage in the running community. Yeah, we'll call it like a North Star or Lighthouse kind of right. Yeah, so okay. we do
1: we we put that on the schedule first. Okay. All right. We were participating in Trivium and that's great. And then from there, uh me, Lance, Tommy, Aaron, Shannon, and Gary and Ernest, we have a, a like a core group of us and we train together and that group is like a focus group Mm -hmm. we talk about meeting big prs world
2: majors going world majors and stuff like
1: that so we kind of get to get like we we went to rhode island yep lance and um tommy was running boston and the day before me and four of the other guys shannon well it was me shannon ernest and uh Aaron. aaron we went to rhode island You know what I'm saying? Because it was right there. We want to support them in Boston. Plus, we all trained together over the last four months. So we all needed to exalt our training around the same time. Yep. So we do that too. We'll plan races together with our group, Mm -hmm. but then we'll also schedule stuff as a run club. And then sometimes, like Lance, he went and did the the DC rock and roll, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we'll do that. Like I went and ran a half marathon by myself. You know what I mean? So sometimes... We'll do that, but it's mostly We Run 313, our core group of guys we train with, and just me and Lance getting personal. Collaborating, racing.
2: figuring it out. Is that yeah.
0: the same way you do it too, Lance, pretty much? Yeah. Um. The thing I like about Trivium is that it gives the run club structure. So like we said, we, we're we a run club for runners of all of And we didn't even really intro We Run 313, so I'm going to say that. Okay. But um, We Run 313 It's a social running club that connects like-minded individuals through running to build a healthy and happy community. And we're for runners of all levels right all ages all paces all races whatever the case may be we just invite everybody to come run but Trium gives us a sense of structure in terms of distance races right so it's a 5k race then the next one well the first race is a 5k or 8k you choose your distance then the second race is a 5k then the third race is a 5k or a 10k then the then the fourth race is a 5k and a 10 mile and then the last race is a 7.5 or a 13.1, so a half marathon. So
2: kind of progressive. Right, so it's
0: progressive, right? Yep. But that also, like, as we've been doing, because we've been doing it for four years, it keeps us sharp in those distances in terms of racing, yep. right? Because, like, you can focus on, like, the half marathon, but then you can't really run a 5K because you forget how to run that shit. Yeah, you're two and one k, right? Yeah, yeah. 10K. Those are hard races to run. Ten you k know
1: probably the most difficult to me. It's,
0: it's, you got to run them different. You
2: got to have the jets on kind of constantly, bro. You yeah. got to run five k effort twice, and that's like <laughs> yeah, that's it's tough. So
0: stupid. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Even I mean, ten mile is more like a half marathon, so you can kind of like pull back, but coast. but be on it. Yeah, so it kind of just keeps you sharp in those distances, and um, I think um that makes us more well rounded
2: athletes yeah complete runner kind of yeah. yeah and
0: it's like you know like I think um like when you doing a marathon or you're doing um a half marathon I think it's good to be sharp in those distances because you know the further distance you got to pull it back a little bit but when racing it's like you just more wise yeah. on how you I- extend your body you know I think um yeah, like when you doing all of them, it's like you got a bigger repertoire. Yeah, you—it's a yeah.
1: transmission thing too. Yeah, it's so, like a
0: tra- yep. So, exactly. so you
1: want to have different gears, right? <laughs> so we look at people all the time who train and they train in one gear, mm-hmm. and then for years we observe these people and say, "Wow, he hasn't, he or she hasn't gotten faster mm-hmm. because they." Run, they run, they easy run in at three. this pace. They, they run, get they, out at three, they, right? They run easy at this pace. They run speed at this pace. They run recovery at this pace. It's like the same thing. So, what, 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 what Trivium does, and two mile Tuesday, and 5k, 10k Thursday, and a Sunday long run does, is it allows you to have different gears, yeah. right? So, you want to have your uh, marathon pace gear, you want to have your easy run gear, you want to have your half marathon pace gear, you want to have your 10k gear, your 5k gear. And like an all out gear, yep. right? Like a seven speed transmission, mm-hmm. right? So you wanna be able to know when, like he was saying, know when to get in those gears mm-hmm. and uh, use them properly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's do But even training, just... like training, you even go into smaller gears. Like you when you get on the track, you're doing 200s, you're doing 400s, right. you're doing, doing 600s, like 800s. Runs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you you feeling what that's like too. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, you don't wanna be right there at that 600 meter pace. Mm-hmm. For no half marathon, <laughs> he, he, you know, the engine's gonna blow. Yeah. But we you know see people saying?
1: get out like that they all get, the time. Yeah, like we'll do a five k. It's funny, like we'll do a five k race, right?
0: People bust out, and us. then
1: we'll look around we, and say, "What's he doing
0: here?" Yeah, yeah. Why? Why are you running with us? Because he' about to blow. Yeah, and when he blows, <laughs> or, or I'll I'll be watching him ahead. Like I'm about to coast past his ass. Yeah, too. right. Because some he, people will I know he's not built like that.
1: They will get out at just I don't know this weird thing. Like they'll get, like we just did a ten mile race. And, you know, I see Lance and like maybe five five other people went out at
0: like under six minutes. Yeah, we went out at 540. So pretty yeah. hot. Which I really, me, I don't recommend myself to do that. Okay. But it's like I had to I had to test myself. Yeah, you want to see what because happened? Because in my mind, I was like, I can do a 10 miles, sub six for right. 10 miles. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got to feel that. I want to know right now. And um, I felt shorter. I was at six oh four, but I know I can if I would have raced it different. If I didn't get out at five forty, if you would have got a six flat, man. If I would have, yeah.
1: But I was saying, like in that group, it was people in that group that I knew don't run that speed.
0: I know who you're talking
1: about. Yeah, and I'm like, (laughs) what are they doing? Like, you know, but 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 going back, not not to roast them, but I'm just saying, these are this is an example of people who don't know, know their gears. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. important to know you're running gears because you gonna yeah. get out in the race in the wrong gear and you gonna not make it. It's cool gonna blow up.
2: That, it's cool that you guys have organized the the run club weekly and then race calendarly to have these like yeah. yeah so we, I mean, we, we, we
1: do both. We build a community and then we're also ushering in people into the running space as good runners too. That's how
0: you. That's how you fall in love with it though. Yes. You know when you when you running and then you get some reward from what you're doing. Like the medals and stuff, like we big on that. We even came over to turn health ice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like a rapper chain. You know health what I'm ice. saying? But this health ice. You know what I'm saying? And people take that with pride. You know, like that's that's what make people want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it costs fifty, sixty dollars, but like this is your health insurance for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is your health insurance payment to yourself. Yeah. Because either you're gonna do it on the front end, or you're gonna have to do it on the back end, mm-hmm. with medication or or uh, doctor's lot, bills yeah, and stuff like that are on the back. Hey, yeah, come dude. on, man, you can do this right now. and pay this $50 run this race. And then you, you know, you don't have hypertension, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's like, we pushing that narrative too, you know, and then you introducing so many people to racing for their very first time. You know, they don't even know what this is like. They don't even know what it's like to have water stations and people handing you water or people cheering, cheering for, for you. you. Yeah. And, um, you know, all these different things, people holding signs and, popping confetti and just having your race actually timed yeah. USA track and field certified time. And it's not about being faster than the next person. If you are a competitor, you that's going to happen. You are probably going to be faster in this race because there's people around you. But at the same time, it's just about becoming a better version of yourself. Like if you run a 5k in 40 minutes and then the next time you run it in 38 minutes, you should feel some sort of, you know, accomplishment, accomplishment or or um, self-esteem, you know, boost. improvement about yourself. You yes, know, 100%. you should feel happy that you see you see it. Like, damn, I improved. A lot of times, some of the things that we do, you don't see the direct improvement. You know what I'm saying? You can be working on something for ten years, and you probably be like, damn, I don't. Well, ten years well, you might be a quanti- bit. You mean you can't? But you can't quantify. quantify it. Like, right. but we're running, is like if I ran um, thirty minutes, and then I ran. 29 minutes that's mm-hmm. direct improvement you yeah. know what I'm saying and I can see it mm-hmm. you know because I mean we were running 5ks at well I ain't never ran a 30 minute 5k oh, but I like think I, ran. I think I started but, at like 27 20, minutes yeah 26. like 27 but seeing 27 and then over the years chopped down to 17 minutes that's crazy and we started running real late in our lives
2: yeah
0: you know so it's crazy yeah it's like a um it's like for me what I got was a huge
1: self-esteem boost from uh, seeing things that I thought I could never do and then doing it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, like I am like, and just I, like you're I, saying with the Chicago marathon, bro. Right. From that mentality to now we're like, it's like wild. wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doing. And, and, and it translates. And I said this in one of my writings, uh, one of my dissertations I did running is a well for wellness. So what I mean by that is like, I dip into this well for my well Mm hmm for all areas of my life. So like I go into running to get that self-esteem, to get that belief that I can do things. You know what I'm saying? I carry that into other areas of my life and I use what I got from running in other areas of my life too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Running. So, you know, running is so deep, you know, it's, it's so, so deep, man. Like so many people um, look at it. Like when you see somebody running and that's just surface level, You know what I'm saying? It's the kind of like having a girlfriend or something like you see them for face value, but like they don't, they don't truly understand who a person is unless you spend time with it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got to really spend some time with running to really get the fullness of it. Yeah. You know, like you can't just see it or all these people are just out there running. Like, nah, it's it's way deeper than that. And I used to look at it for surface value. Like, why the fuck are people out here running? (laughs) Like it just didn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? But like now it makes all the sense in the world. Like, Every time I see a runner, I hunk my horn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like because yeah. I know you're doing something good for yourself. Yeah, and when you're doing something good for yourself, that's good for humanity. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like I've never met like a runner that like was just like a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the running community is full of good people. It is. You know what I mean? It like really is. everybody in the running community is like helpful. They they encouraging. They you know they smiling. You know it's just. It's good energy, yeah. You know, and I'm big on energy and like trying to like, um, bring that more into my life. You know,
2: yep. Surround yourself by it, right? Yeah. yeah. And to your point, like you said, with the work you're doing with we run three one three. It's like I'm just like I love to hear this journey that you guys have been on, translating your own kind of paths to it because like having having it set up the way you have now. It creates this, like you said, you need to have a relationship with running and spend time with it in order to really understand it. You guys have set up your club to give it that, not just like, oh, come and have a good time once mm-hmm. and then leave. It's like, come and get a taste for this and mm-hmm. understand
0: and let this become like a full, like a habit of yours. Yeah, you want you want to make it where people aren't just doing this with the run club. People can take this and take the tools that you gain from it and do it for yourself. Yes. You know, like. Some people come around with us just on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays but then some you see a lot of people in our run club start we don't run on Mondays but they'll go run with another run club or they'll get out the door and run for themselves yeah. like that's mm-hmm. that's when we like okay yeah
2: you guys love to see that like, yeah when you see your, like
0: when you see some of your crews like building smaller crews and building there. yeah yeah meeting people and then like yo y'all going for a run like hey I'm about to be here you know, and they running on it outside of the days that we run. That's when it's like, yeah, yeah. Now it's working. It's now working. the wheels are turning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And seeing it. them improve is like the greatest joy I get out of it. You know, it's kind of like, like I don't have kids, but it's like watching kids grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not that adults are kids, but it's like I know you're. They're saying, being though. birthed into something that's new. It's, and co- then they, it's growth, right? Yeah, and they are growing. Yeah. yeah, it's dope. It's rewarding. <laughs>
2: um, okay, Joe. Let's talk then. We talked about some of the things that have gone well training but we like to get a little vulnerable on the show so okay i don't want to harp on negatives but what do you struggle with with running longevity wise like is there things about running that sometimes are tough for you or is it pretty much like always a positive experience is there ever times when you're like oh man it's a pain in the ass or for you is it mostly because you're so ingrained with the work that you do with the community is it always kind of a positive thing
1: uh the only thing that I struggle with with running is like my mental capacity okay. because I do do so much. So sometimes like it's like, oh man, I got to go out and run. Wow. I just did a long run yesterday. Yeah. Like just trying to convince myself to go out and do it again. Yeah. Today. Like before
2: you know it, it's time to run again because you're yeah. so busy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty much really my only thing. Okay. Like that happened to me on this training block. Like
2: I got like overwhelmed okay. like twice. I'm like, I can't run today. And how do you cope with that? You just give yourself grace and take a day off or. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a slave to a a training plan. Okay. I love that. You gotta, you gotta be able to kind of take space for yourself when you need it. Right. Yeah. I'm totally not a slave to that. You know what I'm saying? Plus I've
1: proven to myself that I can run. I can run fast. Yeah. So I don't have to beat myself into the ground about missing a run or missing a speed
2: day or something like, I know I can do this. Yeah. you know what that's what such an important message bro yeah like I a lot that. of runners don't have that grace yeah and
1: you, you know I, I joke with the guys all the time about it like i'm not getting paid to run bro right
2: <laughs> there's no a, contract right yeah,
1: this is a <laughs> recreational thing because sometimes in our group chat is it'll get like deep yeah and they will start talking and stuff and i just be like <laughs> i try to be the comic relief to bring people back down like yo y'all know we not getting paid to do this yeah, so i'm a
0: super advocate for that yeah.
1: yeah but it's like it's like i get it like you want to be the best on the street ball court though
0: yeah i do not understand sure.
1: that you want to be the best in your hood as far as what yeah. you can do but relax yeah. like you know what i'm saying like <laughs>
2: mental you know, health first right yeah yeah, yeah. Like,
1: you know what i'm saying we're not about to be stressed out and Mm-mm. oh i missed the run oh my god is this no, bro. First of all, whatever happens, I just made a post about celebration. Okay. Um, I posted, I said I ran five thousand uh one hundred and twenty-five miles on Strava and another twenty eight hundred on Nike. Okay. And I was saying like, yo, let's celebrate every mile you ran. Let's celebrate the uh let's celebrate the training, let's celebrate um the tempos, the easy days, all these things. Let's celebrate the PRs, the medals, the podium finishes, let's celebrate everything. Um, I think the list of celebrating is far greater than the list of, oh, I missed the day in my training. Boy. Harping on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, there's so many other things to celebrate as far as your journey and running. God, I love the way you guys roll, yeah. dude. It's, so, it's insane. So this when you great. talk about negatives,
2: my only negative is, like, some days I'll just be like, man, Co- I can't do it. Yeah, coping with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lance, on the negative side? Do you have anything you struggle with? Similar struggles or –
0: yeah, yeah, that is just getting out there. I mean, getting out there is the battle. Just, just getting out there is the battle. Like once For you enough, get there, you're, you're, good. Good. you're good. Yeah, it's just convincing yourself, like, damn, okay, get out there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but then it's like sometimes when you miss days, you're like, yeah. you know. Um, but then you gotta put in your mind, like, when you get back out there, say if you miss a day or two. Um, And you get back out there, you you don't necessarily have to make up for the days you miss. Just be where you are. That's an important lesson, too. You know what I'm saying? Don't play catch up, right? Yeah, Yeah, because you can hurt yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to go over on the mileage or run faster because you missed a certain day. But you can, you know, you adjust. You can move things around. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know I got a race on Sunday, um, then I probably won't do my tempo that Thursday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm about to go out for it on Sunday. So I'll just be easy until yes. that Sunday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just know your schedule, move things around and and run that best benefits you. You gotta know yourself. You know, you can't be worried about what everybody else is doing. This is your body. Yeah. This is your mind. You know what I'm saying, and your body and your mind got to be in cahoots. Yeah, your on journey, how you run. are an
2: experiment of one, right? Yeah, because right. you can get to
0: boxed in into what everybody else is doing because y'all might be on similar training plans, and it's like, damn, you see them out there putting the mileage in, or, right. um, damn, I had to miss this day, or I ain't feel, fucking feel like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's but,
2: where social media can be a little dangerous, right? Yeah, it can because you yeah. can
0: start, um.
2: Work, yeah,
0: yeah. Comparing, like, damn, I, I only did fifty miles, but this person did seventy, or, um, I didn't run this week because something happened, or I'm busy, or whatever. How does that affect my training, and is that gonna um affect my race? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But me, I'm I'm such of a mental person, and I believe so much in my abilities that I can necess- I can miss something. And I can be totally fine with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause this is like, I know what I can do. You know, like your, I know what I can do. Your race is like the grand scheme of life versus like trying
2: to have a good time.
0: Yeah. You got to run your own race. Yeah, definitely. It's, you got to run your own race and you always got to remind yourself of that. Yeah. Run your own race. You can't run nobody else's.
2: You heard it here. PRP listenership. Uncle Woods is dropping knowledge on us right now. <laughs> too. Absolutely. Um, all right, Lance, this one's coming at you, but I'll give it to Joe first. That's a fun question. Favorite run? 2022. You got one that jumps out at you? Could yeah. Be, could be one you're looking forward to, too. No rules yeah, here. Yeah,
1: my favorite run of 2022 was last Thursday. Okay. Oh, no. Hell no. Rhode Island. Yeah. Well, tw- last Thursday was my most recent favorite. Well, my favorite run of this training block.
2: Okay. Okay. Right? But
1: uh, my favorite run was in Rhode Island. Okay. Half marathon. Yeah.
2: That was a good time. Yeah. Incredible time. Was it, yeah. And Lance was there for that, right? No. Were you solo? He wasn't there. I was
0: in the vicinity. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Was in Boston. yeah I was in Boston. Okay. Yeah, yeah was I was worried about way. Boston. I I could have been there, but it would have been a lot. A lot. Yeah. It would have been a lot to drive there, watch them race. I was trying to, you know, get my wheels turning for Boston. Yeah,
2: you're trying to be ready to lock yeah. in. Yeah. yeah.
0: How was, that. Uh, why was that race in Rhode Island your your favorite?
2: Just like scenery-wise or just vibes or how you felt uh, or all of it? Uh, It was my favorite
1: because I knew that – I was gonna run exactly what I wanted to run. Yeah. And that number that I was aiming for, okay. to me was like reaching for the stars. And I knew I was gonna grab a star. Mm. I knew it. I just knew it. I'm like, bro, first of all, this I wanted to I wanted to run like 119. Okay. Right. And I I personally I feel like I was in shape to run 118.59. And I remember when we took the run club to Miami. In 2020, this was right before the pandemic. We was we aiming
0: had, for 130, wasn't we?
1: Yeah, we yeah. was out there like, man, we just want to run 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: 90 minutes, please, God. Like, <laughs> man, if, <laughs> I could, if I could run 90 minutes, it's all good. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? like. And so to come and I'm like, damn, I'm aiming for 119
2: now. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a lot of time off, too.
1: Yeah, and 90 minutes was like. I just want to run 90 minutes, please. Like let me just let me just see if I could do that. That ain't nothing. That's seven zero. Yeah. For 13 miles.
0: But that is something.
1: No, I'm saying it is.
2: But at now, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> that, that ain't really nothing <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. us now. But yeah. I'm like and that's like two that's like two years of difference, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. Not that long, it, right? So
1: so I, I I I was happy that I was audacious enough to say, no, nah, I'm trying to run something crazy. But
0: but also we had never ever Put ourselves through a training block mm-hmm. to get that one thirty. Okay. So we didn't even know how to appropriately shave down time right. for real. Okay. Right. right you right. have to train. That's Go. a good point.
1: We never trained. We never trained
0: prior to that. Okay. Yeah. It was like we was running. We was getting long runs in. We was you know doing running on five K, ten K, Thursday, two mile Tuesday, and running outside of the run club. But we never was like doing interval training, doing tempo work. Stuff yeah, like that, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah. You're being, training. It. Yeah. So yeah, now we,
2: you had a chance to be didactic about your approach to really fine tune yeah, yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh, it got fun. Uh So it started with that, just being audacious enough to say, "No, nah, I'm about to run 119." Mm-hmm. Right. And when I got there, uh, the the course, you know, courses have that amount of their own, right? You can train, but you got wind, <coughs> you got heels, right. you might have heat, you might have. Uh, you whatever never, you never you know, never right? you never know right so the, the course uh had a mile a mind of its own had wind like the first six miles um then we turned and i got back i dropped a uh a gel at mile six so i turned around and got it <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- that that for sure cost me like 10 seconds for okay. sure okay
2: um i needed that gel <laughs> um you gotta you gotta fuel for sure come on yeah. man
1: so so i went uh it was just so dope like do I got a second to explain it?
2: Yeah, huh? absolutely. Real dude. quick. Absolutely. All right, so right. Don't even be quick, man.
1: All right. So, well, I don't want to talk too long, but <laughs> so um, the hotel was mediocre.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm going to start there. Classic mediocre hotel. Yeah. It,
1: it wasn't like uh, I was staying at the Ritz. Oh, the guy, the guy who owned the hotel lived at the hotel, and he he played for the Boston Bruins. Hockey. Oh, wow. Yeah. In 1970 something
2: holy shit yeah he, okay.
1: he he was a player on the team <laughs>
2: okay
1: so anyway uh the, the starting line was walking distance it was on the beach very okay. beautiful okay um no diversity all white right um uh so when i got there it was like wow i'm about to smoke all y'all
2: yeah for <laughs> sure There's, yeah for sure
1: y'all don't even know <laughs> So like, there's like this rookie thing uh, that people do, like when you get a race shirt. Yes. We say like rookies wear it to the race.
2: Yeah, it's bad luck, bro. You yeah, I had that. on my
1: Newport shirt, right? Okay. The race shirt because it was cold as hell. It was like forty something degrees in that, like forty six degrees. Okay. I warmed up, but okay. But I had on my um, my my race gear, you know, my singlet. I'm looking professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had on my uh rookie shirt. I'm like I'm walking to the front. And, you know, everybody's looking. I'm like, they probably think I'm like a noob or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you right. know what I'm saying?
2: Looking you up and down like, what's this guy? Right. Across, so yeah. when
1: they started singing the national anthem, I took it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. It's time. Yeah, we about to the run. The singlet's on now. Yeah, the yeah. singlet's <laughs> on now. Yeah, we about to run. So, um, so this is hilarious, right? I love it, dude. <laughs> so, boom, we take off and it's uphill like this. Right I'm away. Like, Come on, man. Uh,
0: <laughs> but that's good. It's in the beginning.
1: Yeah. Because we got it back on the back end. Okay. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to run. I'm trying to shock my team. Right. Come on, man. Like, I can't be running (laughs) uphill, bro. Like, what's up? I trained in Detroit. He said earlier, it's flat as hell here. Mm -hmm. I didn't prepare for this. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, boom, we went up first mile, 630. I'm like, damn, that's weak. Second mile, 5.57. I'm like, oh, I'm back now. Right,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm now saying? got to dial yeah. Down. yeah.
1: Second mile, 5.57. So I'm like, okay, it was the it was the first mile, okay? okay. Um, plus, we know in training, it's not about racing uphill. It's about maintaining the effort. So I was given sub-six-minute effort, but the hill was so steep.
2: Well, you didn't have the output. for Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so
1: yeah. I didn't change my effort, but I definitely changed my pace. Okay. Because of the incline So boom, 557 And then the next four miles I really don't remember I just remember twisting and turns Rolling hills And ocean That's okay. all I remember really I mean okay. it's, It was pretty boring um, Low sixes 610, 608 um, I had a 620 in there Because it was just rolling So I'm like Okay, whatever You know Get to mile six And I'm like Oh yeah I'm I'm done with 119 because the wind was so great that mile was a 646 that's the mile I dropped my thing too okay I'm like oh yeah I'm done I'm like that goal is done I was like I'm gonna steal PR but running under 120 is done because the wind is so crazy and I've been fighting hills and I heard there's more hills to go so boom we turn and boom now we going this way coming back tailwind yeah. I'm back.
2: Are you flying? That flying. Playing. 604,
1: 602, 605, okay. 60. And I see Knox and Erica on the course. I don't know if you know them. Knox is a giant in the running community. He um I could I, it would take too much to talk
2: about him. But okay.
1: Knox, look him up. Knox Robinson. He's a uh, owner of the Black Roses run crew in New York and Los Angeles. Okay, I'll look him up. Yeah, he's a giant
0: Erica a giant too.
1: Oh, Erica's a super giant. She just made the list uh black women, uh fastest american-born black women she just ran boston 252
0: yeah that run sub and, three and she um, and she's 40 she's the 20 49 49 she's the 25th african-american to run sub three but yes. she ran a 252 Yes, berlin
1: berlin yeah so i see Knox. i see erica and they on the course right they cheering me on they like you know what i'm saying get it going and shit so i'm hyped I'm hyped now, you know what I'm saying? And it's these uh, two two kids, cross country kids, man. It's pissed me off.
2: I know. <laughs> right? I know.
1: Because they, they like kids, but they way faster than you. I know. And they be wearing like PE, like uh, high school PE clothes, like yep. a t shirt, yep. basketball shorts, but they smoking you because they, they cross country trained, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, come on, man. What are, what are y'all doing? God damn it. Why are y'all here, bro? <laughs> This is my time to shine. Like I'm getting, like they in front of me and knocks like catch them, catch them, go get them, go get them. Yeah, right. One of them I caught. Okay, the other one I was running shoulders with, and he was like, uh, he saw somebody, and we running and the guy yelled to him. He said something like uh, five, five, right? He kept he's like five, five, five said that to him, and I'm like. Five miles left. Yeah, what is he saying? I don't know why he's saying that, but the kid started running five minute pace and took off. I've never seen him again. So I was like, damn. Damn. I'm like, all right, well,
0: that's that gear, right? That's that gear that we talking about. In gear
1: five, bro. He went in. He took off. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay. He's gone. So I'm like, well, whatever. They don't know me here, so they're never gonna say. You heard Joe Robinson got smoked by that cross country kid. (laughs) I'm like, they don't know me in Rhode Island. I'm good. So, whatever. (laughs) So, anyway. So, boom. Mile 10. And it's like Mansion Row. It's like, these ain't mansions. These are like castles. Yeah. Like. Ridiculous. Castles. Yeah, I'm going to say something controversial. Do it. Okay. Do it. Now, we were in Jamestown. Okay. Rhode Island. Right? That that area is like Jamestown. Right? Slave Port. The first one. Yeah. So, I'm thinking. I'm like, wow. These are this is old money. Yeah, this sure. is I own slaves.
2: Yeah. Money generational passed down. Yeah, yeah. from
1: seventeen hundred. These mansions are three hundred years old. Yeah, like they're those they're these type of mansions. Right now, I'm not saying all those people did, but but I'm for sure. Right, somebody owned slaves. This, this is just, of it, this right. is just what I'm thinking. Yeah, and I'm like um, I'm gonna be controversial again. Okay, do it. Be, be vulnerable. I'm, yeah, that's so right. As I'm running. And I'm like, I'm like, at this point, because we we train to pick up the pace at the end of the run.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm picking it up now. I'm like, okay, it's time to work. I'm like, this is for this
2: is for this is for my people. Dude. This is for my people that, yeah. that
1: this is for my people that really ran through here.
2: Yeah, for for sure, bro. From people that's pretty deep, dude.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm here, and I'm running voluntarily mm-hmm. to win. But there was people that I was. A good chance I was related
2: to mm-hmm. that
1: ran through here for their life, for their fucking mm-hmm. lives, bro. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't want to invoke tears. Did that inspire you a little bit, though? Hell that, yeah. That lit a fire for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm running and I'm picking up the pace, passing these big ass castles. It's good because it's a straightaway, too. It was like super straight, super flat, just boom, straightaway. Boom, we hit the corner. I don't know what happened at mile 11, but yeah. mile 12. I'm like, okay. Here we go. Uh, Mile 12, um, minute and one hour, 12 minutes on my watch. Time is going by so fast. I'm like,
2: it always does out there.
1: (laughs) How is it an hour and 15 minutes now? Yeah. I got to get through this mile if I want to strike. So I'm like, boom. I pick it up, and that hill that punished us praised us at the end.
2: You got to drop down it.
1: Got it. Right. So that going down that hill, I'm like beating my feet into the pavement. Like, you know how when you run in heels, like you can uh, fight them so you don't get hurt or because heels can hurt. Running downhill can hurt. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
1: I'm going with it and I'm pushing it, pushing it, pushing it because I need to go into
0: 120.
1: Yep. And (laughs) I look at my watch. When I cross the finish line, it said 120. 56. Right. I hit the stop. And the clock says 1212. Okay. I guess I ran an imperfect course. Okay. Um, and I just cried tears of joy because even still I didn't oh that last mile was five forty seven.
2: It's pretty sharp, dude.
1: And I looked on my Strava coming down that hill, I was running four minutes and forty seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, because you know it show you the peaks
2: yeah. on the chart. Right, right.
1: Four minutes and forty seven seconds. Like I was real and um they, we did shakeouts with uh ASICs, um, the next day in Boston for the run because Boston is on Monday, so right. we we're shaking out on Sunday. I couldn't run because my foot was like hurt
2: a little bit, just like hurting. Up. Yeah, yeah,
1: because I was just working the concrete so hard. Um, But yeah, it came down uh unofficially. I ran one twenty fifty six, but officially I ran one twenty one twenty two. Wow, which was still a great PR for me. That's huge, bro. Um. That was the strongest I've ever felt. I feel strong like that now. And the reason why I said, I don't want to talk too long here, but the reason why I said Thursday was my favorite run because I ran a workout with Tommy. Tommy runs and we was doing the workout. He was like, yeah, I got to run 607 for a mile and a half, four times. And I was like, I don't really feel like doing that. But I did it anyway. And I told him like, damn, I feel like and shaped like I was for, um, Rhode
3: Island.
2: Yeah. So it, it was a confidence booster. Ability Huge
1: confidence booster. So it felt
2: really good. So diverse. that's why
1: those two runs are my favorite runs
2: of the year. I love it. Yeah. I, I think he might have the, you might have the best favorite run story in PRP history there. Dude. <laughs> Fucking Hope so. legendary, bro. Hope so. Man. I love it, dude. Hope so. Lance, what about you? You got a favorite run from this year? Uh, probably Boston, Boston. probably yeah, Boston, Boston.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely Boston. Cause that um, whole experience for you with the
2: ASIC stuff. And the yeah, memories. it was crazy. Okay.
0: Um, but, well, I, it's it's a toss up between the two favorite run, uh, the five k that we did in Eugene with Asics. Yeah, that was um, I the, set a set of PR that out that there. The world world Athletics. Or, yeah, World okay. Athletics was crazy. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of a lot of uh, good things happened this year. But I say, yeah, between Boston and Eugene, nice. Eugene was dope because the energy was like electric. Oh my seeing God. Um, you guys were out there for a whole week, weren't you? Yeah, it was like five four days. or five days. We was there for a minute. Yeah, we was there. Um so being inspired by the things that were around you was just dope in itself. Like seeing, you know, professionals compete, you know, at the highest stage yeah. in the in the hundred meter, two hundred meters. Um did we we watch them five Ks. Yeah. But um seeing people seeing them perform like that. It was just super At that level. inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And then just running on Pre's trail, you know, learning the history about Pre, that was dope. Um, and it's funny because I didn't really dive into the history about Pre until after.
2: Okay. You're talking
1: about the I wish Pre Fontaine.
0: Yeah, Pre Fontaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known what I knew once I got home and did the research while I was there. Because now, it ma- but it makes me want to go back.
2: Go back and do it again. Yeah. yeah.
0: But um, yeah. I I set a five k pr. Um, I didn't PR in Boston. It was super hilly. Yeah. Super hilly. Um, Just rolling hills. I mean, you know, you, you check out the, the course and stuff like that and um, you kind of know what you're up against but you don't know what you're up against until you do it. Yeah, of course. Like, you can try to prepare as much as possible, you know, equip yourself with what you need to know but all you right, got to run it.
2: Yeah, until you do it.
0: You got to do it. That's why I try not to even fill my, my mind with all of the nuances and all of that stuff because like, I'm going to figure it out as I run. Like when you're out there. If you're a wise runner, you're going to know. Like, all right, if I'm approaching the hill, you know, I I kind of pull back. Like, I run how I ride a bike. Like, if, you, if you're if you riding a bike, right, and you're going up a hill, you're going to switch into a lower gear so you can pedal faster to get up. You're not going to be in a high gear, right? right? Yeah. So then when you get above the hill, then you're going to switch your gears and go into a harder gear, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to go with it. So you can gain that momentum to either um, when you flatten out, you're still going to have that speed. Yep. Um, or if you got to approach another hill, you know what I'm saying? You got the speed to go up, but then you're going to switch. It's kind of like switching gears. So I kind of have that wisdom to know like, okay, what my body can do. Yeah. Where we you know we know, So Boston was like, I think I ran like a, I can't remember where I was at the halfway point, but it was like 120 or 119. I was feeling great though. Okay. You know, because the effort is like the effort of where I was running, the way that the hills go up and down, I felt like I was running how I was training. Yeah.
1: But don't they say like uh, Boston make you run fast the first half because it's downhill? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a net down. You know, it's up, down, up, down. And then you approach Newton. Newton Hills is a challenge because it's four kind of hills that you kind of going up. Longer rolling hills kind of? Yeah, it's like rolling up. And Newton Hills – Kind of wear you down before you hit heartbreak, and uh, once I hit heartbreak, I, it broke me. <laughs> Heart classic, heartbreak broke me. Classic. <laughs> um, so, but it was, but the experience was electric. You know, like start to finish, there's people there, except for the first part, like because you, I forget the city, the town that you coming up, um,
2: hop, hop Hopping, Hopping hop, 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 yeah.
0: Hopkington.
2: Hopkinton, right. Hopkinton, That Hopkington. was all over yeah. the city. Hopking, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So you st- so you start there and you have like they call it athletes village but you thinking like athletes village like this shit about to be crazy like it's about to be dope but
2: not so much <laughs> You like at right, it.
0: you like behind this like middle school and it's like a big field and they just got tents and you like waiting for a long time mm-hmm. before you start Yeah so that man I like took a nap Yeah like I took I found a trash bag and like Broke it out. And Absolutely. so I can lay on the chair because the, the ground was a little soft. Um, but yeah, man, like it was. And then you don't have any space to warm up. So you're not going to get no warm up mileage. And it's like you're going to walk. It's so packed so you can't run. Yeah, you I, can I started fish. just running back and forth on the grass trying to get something. But, man, you're not going to get a warm up. You're just going to start. Yeah. So whatever like your pre-rest rituals are, eh, you might get a stretch a little bit but you ain't gonna get no like mild warm-up yeah it's like you just gonna get to it
2: and then the vibe grows and grows more yeah as you roll into town yeah
0: yeah it grows it grows it's crazy um mile 12 i want to say where them it's it's a lot it's like a college like um like by boston college but it's another college i think it's a um all women's college okay they be screwed. Reaming out the top of their lungs, like it's crazy. Like you can hear it for so far, it's crazy. Like, like, when you run past that part, you gonna know. You ain't
1: know? that where they say like, don't kiss the girls? Yeah, yeah, Because like they, you they, they try to kiss you. or yeah, something? Like yeah, like you,
0: if you go over there, like it depends on like how you want to race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you racing for time, you ain't gonna worry about that. But if, you're but there if for like the you, but if like you for the vibes and experience, yeah. you might go over there. Yeah. And, you know what I'm <laughs> <what> saying? <laughs> do what you want to do. You know? But they're like, don't kiss the girls because it's COVID. You know what I'm saying? We come out of COVID. Don't, don't do that. Oh, but uh, but no nah, But it was it was dope. Um, I ran two fifty four in Boston. It's um, impressive bro I walked for a little bit for a lot of bit okay. after after 20 okay like I, I walk run I get my pace back and were then you, I have you to break cr- it up were you cramping up a little bit no or no cramp just I just kind of was out just of gas? out of gas like I was just out I couldn't just keep going yeah I'm like damn like this is my this is my next marathon after the one I used to qualify so um, that at, at Toledo I ran straight through Non stop, okay. no walking. Well, so what was your time in Toledo?
2: 249.
0: <laughs> 249 Two forty nine two forty nine forty eight. So then getting to Boston, I felt way better shape. Way better shape. So I'm like, I'm about to kill Boston. Yeah. No, I ain't gonna say Boston. Kill <laughs> <I ain't, laughs> you I about, about to say but like, kill me. But like, but like Joe said, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. every course has its shit. You yeah, know? yeah. Every course different. Yep. I wish I would have trained for hills more, you know, so I ain't do no hill training. But I what I did was um, I dialed more into the speed. So I did my my training pace is much faster. Yeah. You know, because um, so I knew what I can endure. But uh, yeah, we and I did some tra- together. Yeah.
1: I was training for a half. Yeah. Well, while we were training a full, for. A, yep. And I was running my pace was six zero. He was running the
2: same. pace. Yeah.
0: On a, yep, we was doing it on treadmill, too. Yeah. Um
2: but now you got that knowledge, like you said. Yeah. Now you're a better runner, bro. You know, yeah, I oh understand. absolutely.
0: You learn from every experience. And I and I did some strength training because I was um I knew I needed to strengthen my legs so I can take the pressure off my knee. I was get getting some um um runner's knee. My um patella tendon in my left leg. It was it was getting bad. Well it was actually bad for Glass City. And then I'm like, yeah, in my next marathon, I cannot run like this. I have to do some strength work. Yeah. So started started um, doing some strength work uh, with my personal trainer. And, um, yeah, I got right. My I don't feel that no more. You know what I'm saying? It feels a little bit, but, like, it's, it's nowhere near as painful as it was for um, Glass City. But Boston was great. Um, Eugene was great. We ran at New York City marathon, too, but that was, like, right before 2022. Yeah. So yeah, It was in November of um, 2021, but... That kind of, all that kind of rolled in together. together. Like, and when you run in we marathons, to, uh, like you get. New you, Orleans too. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we did New Orleans rock and roll. Oh, wow. Yeah. We had a lot of races because we take the run club to a different, um, location, um, every year, okay. like on a, um, travel group trip, the
2: travel race kind of deal. Yeah. Like yeah. a travel
0: race. We do one big travel race a year Nice, and it happens, um, in February Okay, before the season starts. So, um, next year we going to Vegas. We're going to do Rock and Roll Vegas. I yeah. That's going to be lit. Because the run club really like to turn up. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's vibes, you yeah. know? It's like, have a good time, but at the same time, it's like, our run club has developed people into real runners. Like, because we, we give the run club, because we take more, running a little bit more serious, and I think it, it well, I know it's happening because we all competitive. As men, we just competitive. Right. Um. But it's good. I think that's what Distinguishes us or makes us more unique than other run clubs because it's either one or the two, either you have a run club that's just super vibes, big community, um, but they lack the people like people ain't qualifying for Boston or people ain't running a one a sub one twenty half. You know what I'm saying? They not doing that. They or like you performance, on a performance side, or you'll just have a run club that's just performance, performance, performance. No vibes. No, no social. No vibes. Yeah we got both and y'all got both we got both let's both. go, yeah. Let's go yeah so like that's what need to, really the oh, applause me. i know I like yeah yeah you, you, you,
1: yeah i wait, never wait, needed wait, the wait, applause more yeah, right.
0: <laughs> never needed the applause more than, no, than this re- episode we really, right really got both because it's like yeah. you can come run with us you can turn up but if you really want to run you ain't you gonna can smoke get, us no you're not it ain't it ain't no run clubs around that's going to like super smokers. I mean, that's unless you like just the run club, like that just focus on straight running. Right. But there's people out there, they running
1: one oh six. What's that? Uh, Royal Oak Track Club.
0: Yeah, oh. no, they can smoke us. The Woo, the Woodward
2: Track Club pretty decent too yes. over there in Royal Oak. I down. know
1: if you if your run club says track club in it, y'all probably fast. Right. Yeah, it's a good chance.
2: Right. Yeah. No, it's some it's some super fast run clubs out there, even in Ann Arbor. Yeah, we got some. People, they fast. We gotta get you guys. We we had we had a, this is a little aside, but we've we hosted our first uh, free track meet at Ferry Field mm. uh, in August, and it was smaller, but it ended up. Going off and popping off Harder than we
0: thought Yeah And we gotta get you guys out Next year. But, August, our, but that's sure. the thing Like our primary focus of a run club Is to be social Yeah Is to connect Like-minded individuals Through running Have a good time too that's Right it. And learn you and know, grow Like the more you can Create the vibes The more people gonna Retain come, come back And wanna come back Yeah You know Cause people don't really wanna Be that serious with running Yeah They just wanna run because And like And people don't run anyway Right So we don't wanna scare them off by Yeah saying. you scare people away But you know people be scared when when we first started people were scared to come around like yeah. y'all run too fast now nah, we really run fast yeah. so it's like we don't we still don't want to scare people away like yeah. and they don't understand like the gears right like just cause I can run fast don't mean I have to run fast yeah. I can run with you at a 9 minute pace I don't necessarily want to run that I ain't running a 9 minute pace, pace. <laughs> I'll run an 8 something it <laughs> would be hard for me yeah. eh? I feel you. But um but there's people there that run that run 9, that 10, yeah. 11, 12 12. What the
2: numbers you guys have these days, right? Yeah, there's so a, you, someone for everyone. Right? Somebody
0: for everybody. You can yeah. you can find somebody running. You will never be alone. Yeah. I love you know?
2: that. I love that. Okay. Let's move on. Let's knock some of these out. This might yep. be a quick one, but Joe, and this one's coming at you too, Lance. What's in your ears when you run? You're kind of a social runner, running with people more often than a lone wolf, but when you're lone wolfing, will you well, do some music it, it, and some it, podcasts? It, it. No, it, it depends. Okay. During the training block, I run by myself okay. about
1: 60% of the time. We're not training. Then me and Lance me say the same thing. I'm just running with the run club
2: Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Boom. Um, but
1: no, I don't listen to anything.
2: No? Nothing. You're a purist, huh? Yep. Keep listen it. To, listen to my heart. Listen to God. Nice, dude. What about you, Lance? Same.
0: And and no music. That developed huh? over time. Okay. Like I used to listen to music. Yeah, um my First and second year running, third year. When the run club started and then I noticed Joe was running without music and I thought that was crazy. He was like, you should try it. And I tried it when I was um, on a work trip out in New York, no music. I was like, damn. I heard the whole atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? The sounds of the birds, the sounds of the trains, the sounds of the cars, the honking of the horns, the people, the bikes, the subways. And then I can hear all of this. But I can remove all of that sound and be at one with myself. And then that's where like, yeah, like I know how to remove the noise out of my body mm-hmm. and be at one with myself. So I don't I don't listen to music no more yeah. because that's all running is. It's like learning how to filter through the noise mm-hmm. that's ha- happening within your head, whether that's that part of your brain telling you to stop or that you're running too fast or that my breathing is off and you don't listen to that. You listen to the positive part of your brain saying like, I'm doing this or you can keep going or, you know, whatever you focus on that or just being in complete silence and don't hear none of it and just keep running.
1: I'll give you you a couple examples. The first one I want to say is, um, that over the day, the average human has 400,000 thoughts in a day. Right. And this is just thoughts that you have. I don't know how they counted that, (laughs) But that's what I read, right? Yeah. And those thoughts pile up like Jenga blocks. In a, in, a, in a Jenga box. So when my kids play with my Jenga set, they build, ca- they don't play Jenga, first of all. They build yeah. castles. And right, right. But when they done, they just throw them in a the box. You're supposed to organize it, put the box on top, turn it over, so when you wanna play a game, you just turn it over and pull the box off. Yeah. So they just throw the blocks in, unorganized and all over the place. And they don't fit, right? That's how your thoughts are. They just pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up and running. Well, I'm not going to say running, but stillness gives you the ability to organize those thoughts and put them where they need to go.
2: Wow. This is a great analogy.
1: Jim. Right. But if you listen to the music, then it's taking you away from the now. Mm. So I just read Eckhart Tolle's power of now. Okay, Right. You want that nowness, that nowness, that present moment awareness that uh, uh, I just also finished the uh, the heart sutra wrote by the 14th dalai lama and they talk about uh, buddhism and how to reach nirvana there's this thing called bodhicitta where you start your journey of enlightenment but it starts with nowness it starts with hearing yourself on the inside and every religion got something different i studied them all they all got something different but they all say the same thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. being in the now Being where you are, hearing yourself on the inside. Yeah. You're being inside, hearing yourself. You got music, you got a podcast. It takes you to where they are. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a podcast and we want people to listen to your podcast,
2: but so it's fine. I know, dude, I'm, I'm more, I'm more into what you're saying about, about what you've learned. So yeah, we
1: don't want to take your listeners (laughs) and listenership. You've been saying that word, Um, but you definitely want to get in tune with yourself and hear yourself. Yeah. And uh, on a more surface side of it, you want to hear your pace. Yeah. You want to hear your breathing. You want to hear your heart, the mm-hmm. cadence. Yeah. You want to hear your cadence. And 2 I'm going to just say something very easy. Shit. You want to hear the environment because mm-hmm. a, a train be could be coming. I yeah. swear you, a dog could be running and you don't hear it yeah. or, you know, so you want to hear that stuff, too. You know, somebody
0: so- might say something and you need to look to the right yeah you yeah. missed that you know you what i'm saying and a lot
1: of times a lot of times I, i'll i be running with a two mile tuesday and i'll run up on somebody with headphones and say hey and then they, they don't hear me they won't hear me and then i'll tell them yeah. i'll say hey look i was trying to tell you something right but you didn't hear it now i was saying now i could have been a car horn
2: yeah it's a great point man.
1: And they be, they always be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna take these off." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, Or should-
0: I could have ran up on you and robbed you." Aro- yeah. yeah. We but in Detroit. I'm still in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I think like that. So, yeah. ain't nobody about to run up on me. If I am hearing footsteps behind I'm me. I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing yeah. everything, you know. So, yeah, I like I like to beat, but yeah. You keep it pure. Both we we, yeah, we kind of for multiple reasons. But even even when people do run with um headphones and stuff, we always say like Take All right, one take out. one out at least. At least one, so you can right? be half and half or yeah. something.
1: Because yeah. I I know I know what it is like when you yeah. first start running. You want to get it's hard to get through the run. Yeah, so you might need some music or you might need something. I totally get that because I used to do the same thing.
2: Yeah, but, me too. You know, we just kind of want to tell people that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I, but I like the that more message the, about not having it be a distraction. Like physically, you're talking about the dangers, but I like the spiritual distraction side you guys are talking about a little bit.
0: I was just yeah. going to say the more that you are with yourself, the more you want to be with yourself. Yeah. yeah, fact. You know, in all ways. That's, you why, know? I and that's running why, why I say work is
1: a well, because you could take what you learn from not running with headphones
0: into the rest of your That's life. how I, that's how I got better with yoga because I'm doing it with running. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can't sit still mm-hmm. and it'd be like, they got to do something. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Or got to listen to music in or the gotta, house or got to be talking. They can't, they can't uh, wash dishes and sweep. In a house without ha- hearing the TV on Or something yeah. I'll
1: tell you this then we can move on
0: Yeah so like uh,
1: in the Bible In the book of uh, Leviticus Right Moses Went up on a Mount Sinai To talk to God for 40 days and 40 nights When he came back his priest Aaron Had allowed he left This this priest's name was Aaron Aaron is the was the son of Jacob okay. He left Aaron in charge of the people And when Moses came back The people made a golden calf Right. And that really pissed God off. And God told Moses, like, Man, you know what? I'm just about to exterminate them and create some new people. Cause that was the theme in the Bible. Like when God got mad, he would do that. Um so Moses was like, No, 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 don't do that. Wait. So he went down and um was kicking the stuff over, was mad that they made a false God. It was a golden calf. Okay. And then uh Moses grabbed <laughs> he grabbed him and was like, What is why would you do that? Right? So he was like, you know what? let's all stand still. So I can, so I can hear what the Lord has to say about what I should do with you. Mm. And the point I'm trying to make in that great story is that, um, they all stood still to hear the voice of God. Mm. That's why it's so important to run or do yoga because you get that still running. You get a lot of stillness and thoughts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the most important thing. right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's very important just to sit still, meditate, so you can hear your voice on the inside, which is the voice of God. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a walkie-talkie that God has. Your intuitive heart, he's broadcasting through that. And uh, without that stillness, you won't hear that voice. Yeah, yeah. And you live your life ignoring it, right? Yeah, and then that leads, that leads, when you ignore God, it's like ignoring your father. And mm-hmm. we all know what happens when you disobey your father.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could lead to destruction.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a perfect liaison. We're going to start getting vulnerable here. We got a vulnerable one, then we lighten up, and then we get real vulnerable. But I'm going to hit you with this one too, Lance. Yep. I'm giving you. You're on deck on this one. Joe, what inspires you to run? Why do you love this so much? Why is so much of your life dedicated to personally running and then connecting others and introing running to others, other people?
1: Well, running is, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Running is just the most transformative process I've ever been through. Um, Just transforming my self-esteem, transforming my uh, network, transforming my friendships, just transforming my lifestyle, transforming everything around me. But it starts with me actually doing the run to get that transformation. So it's something that I can do uh, for free. I can do it at any time of the day. You know what I mean? And I. um, What what I get from it in my heart, my mind and in my health. That is what I just want people to feel. Yeah. Especially our people because we're so behind in health, mental health, um, just general education, finance, all these different things. We're so behind in all those
2: aspects. And uh, you gotta have a right mind to do that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Yeah. So it's transformative and accessible. Yep. And that's what makes you want to share it. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lance. What about you? What inspires me to run? Yeah. Um, What inspires me to run? I think what inspires me is that now it has become much bigger than myself. So at first it used to be like me just getting out the door and running. Um, But now we've brought so many people into it um, that I have a bigger calling. Right. So it's like. Um, I get out the door and run. People see it. I I don't even really post my runs like that no more, unless it's like with the run club. But um, there's kind of a reason to that. But um, yeah, I think that's what inspires me. It inspires me that I know that we have built a whole community, not only just in Detroit, but um, all around the world. Yeah, You know, Um, I know that running is bigger than me, um, but I love being able to, utilize running as a time for self-care
2: that's simple Mm -hmm. yeah yeah bigger than me so yeah
0: all of the things joe said we both agree to it wholeheartedly i think that's a big reason why we show up the way that we do because we enjoy it's like it's like a everlasting thing it's like i i think we both uncover new things about ourselves with running as time progresses yeah you know it's a um,
2: kind of a revolving door right yes
0: you know you wisdom right so you gain wisdom from running just by spending time with it just like anything else but I think that you know as you mature and as you experience different things and um, we take those things and we have a community to share with that's what is really inspiring because we once were in the spaces that the people that we get um, the privilege of sharing running with. Um, it's a privilege, you know, like we built the community. We didn't know that it was going to be what it is, but it's like, damn, you can look back and be like, we once were there, mm-hmm. you know, like we once was showing up in basketball shorts and, um, you know, like running in shoes that weren't running shoes, yeah. and some Jordans, you maybe, know, but, like that. but we get to, we get to bring people at zero. Like we, we, we say this all the time. Like even like we we talk about slavery and stuff like that. Like uh, we talk about equality and and things like that. Like we felt like as a, as a race, we started out in a negative negative. Yeah. In running. We started out in a negative, but we get to start, get to start our people at zero. Meaning we get to give them all the education, all of the knowledge that we have and start them with a fresh pair of running shoes. Telling them, like, yo, you running in that. No, you don't need to run in that because you're going to get injured. we yeah. both been injured. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? we both been through all of these things. You, it's you like, went through the same journey. We went through, yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, and then we got sponsorships and all of these different things. we about to do a big shoe drive where we're about to give away over 400 pairs of shoes to yes. the community for free. Amazing. So, like, that barrier to entry, we're breaking that down. Yeah. Because, it's like, you got a fresh pair of running shoes or we get gear and stuff from all of these different community partners get discounts and all of this to make it cheaper these are different things that we had to buy you know out of our own pockets and stuff but a lot of stuff we give to the community for free you know so we just try to make it that much easier and that much accessible because running can be expensive it can be you know um but we be. make it that much easier that much accessible um and that's that's what inspires me it's like it's bigger than me yeah you know um but a lot of the time, like, I, that's why I do enjoy running by myself because I always have to run with the community. But the run club, it's a big sense of accountability. And that's what I love about it. It's like, I prob- to be honest, I wouldn't run as much if if we did not start the run club. I just wouldn't do it. Like, I run. I love running. I love what it's done for me. But if it wasn't for the accountability of the run club, I wouldn't run as much as I do.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of the same way. Having yeah. those people in your life that kind of help you. Oh, it.
0: man, it, it keeps you sharp. You need people around you like that. Well, that's, um, a,
2: that's a perfect liaison for this next section.
0: We're yeah. talking
2: running community here. You ready for it, Joe? Yeah. And now it's time to talk about Strava. 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 <laughs> oh, I really like Strava. Thanks, Jake. It's funny. Me too. They get better. Don't worry. Let's talk Strava, though. Said,
0: oh, I really like Strava.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk Strava a little bit just because I want to, it's really more of a, of a, of a section to talk about community. And I know we've already kind of talked a lot about we run three, one, three, but we'll start with Joe pros. And I usually just go pros and cons of Strava. Are you, you, you're on Strava for sure. I follow you. You like Strava. Yeah. You got anything you don't like about Strava? It's $60. Yeah. The payment thing is kind of a pain. That's weird.
1: Yeah, that's weird, but I get it. It's a great app. Yeah, pros that track all your stuff, training log, connectivity. A lot of people we say, "How you find out about us?" They say on Strava. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, it, it let us uh quantify our growth. Yeah, we're the largest run club on Strava, and in this, and really in the tri-state area because I've been to Indiana, Ohio, and I've looked at their run clubs. Nobody got the numbers yeah. like us. So.
2: Your guys is good, and you guys organize events through it, don't you? When you guys like some runs, some yes. runs are yeah. on there. Yeah, we
1: use it to promote. Yep. Okay.
2: Yeah. Nice. Anything uh, Anything you don't like about Strava other than the, the paid side?
1: No, no, it's all good. Pretty good? Yeah, yeah it's a good
0: app. Sure. What about you, Lance? You're on Strava. Strava is cool. Strava uh, gives you a lot of data. You get to follow other people. You get to see how other people are running. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I like it. Um, I like the community aspect of it. Yeah. Um, we used to use Nike running app, but it did not have that join our run club Community type stuff. of thing like yeah. you can add people but you can't post in there you can't um create routes in there right so people can know or see how many people are coming here I like that um Strava has been very beneficial to our run club it lets us know how many people we have um joined that's kind of where we pull some of our numbers from some of the metrics yeah some yeah. of the metrics okay. and it's like we can see how people it, we can see how people are improving. But we we don't necessarily like look at it in that detail, but we can see like participation. All, yeah. The least. participation, how yeah. many miles our runners in our run club have, um, you know, covered? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's pretty dope. Let like cool. year after year. It's like more people join, more miles are being put down. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, Strava use is cool.
2: Instagram or Strava more to like schedule and, and kind of spread. We well,
1: use Instagram to promote generally, but, and we use, also use Instagram to quantify our growth, too. Okay.
2: But it's a little bit of both. But more people probably
1: say they found runners. I think more of the general public find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Google. But I think more of the, like, more enthusiastic runners, they find us on Strava.
2: Yeah. So dope. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Buckle up. We're going to make this guy get vulnerable, Lance. You ready? Now it's time
3: to get vulnerable.
2: All right. Mr. Joe Robinson. Yes. What's your goal with this race in Chicago?
1: Uh to to employ a new strategy.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: employ a new strategy. Um I got a goal. Goal is
2: to run under 3 hours for sure. Okay, so there is a little bit of a time goal, but yeah, it sounds yeah. like the A goal is more try try to do it in a different way.
1: Right, and do it in a different way. Um explain that a little bit. Well, my first marathon was Glass City, okay? Um, well my first marathon was Detroit Free Press In 2019 but I was not Prepared so but my first one That I so called prepared myself for Was Glass City and uh, I, I I didn't really have a Strategy I just kind of trained Ran a whole bunch of miles did it did a variation Of different training things and uh, Went out and just ran comfortable Comfortable as I could And it was a little A uh, few of my friends Was telling me like you should have not have ran, you should have pulled back at least 10 seconds on each mile or something, whatever. But And then my second uh, marathon was um, the Last Chance BQ in Grand Rapids. And I got out way too fast for that one. Started hot? Yeah, it <laughs> stayed there. And I just kind of blew up at like mile 16.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I was running like, I had miles that said 613 on them. Like I was running really fast, fast. out there.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, fast is relative, but fast for me. Yeah. And um, that was that. And then this time. Is this marathon number three for you then? This is marathon trained marathon number three, but I ran New York City too. So okay. This would actually be my
2: fifth. Okay.
1: But three of them I actually prepared. Tried to get ready for and yeah. tune yourself up. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this would be my third one. Okay. Um, yeah. The goal is to just kind of like, you know, try a new strategy, run comfortable, you know, just we got to just see what happens. Yeah. You know, it's the only so way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know I I know I'm strong enough to do it.
2: Yeah. Has your goal changed since you first began training for Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Cuz when I first started, I didn't have a goal. I mean, I didn't have a my strategy changed. Okay. Yeah, my Kay. strategy, yeah. Okay. So your 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 different strategy here is more about has been more about your race preparation and not necessarily the way you're going to go out in the race or would you say it's both? you training on the way leading up and then the way you're actually going to run been doing I've
1: been doing mental sessions. Okay. Right? So I've been training like that. I've been doing these sessions where I get walked through my victory. Oh, shit. And they cost, but I do them. Okay. I do them right here on this couch. Okay. I have someone come and we do breathing techniques and we lay down. Well, I lay down. Not we lay down, okay. but I lay down for an hour and it's like a, like hypnotherapy. Holy shit, bro. That's cool. Yeah, and you're like envisioning success, kind of. Yeah, type thing. Yeah, I do those.
2: Damn. Yeah, I do those. That's legit, bro. That's I, dope. I actually didn't even tell nobody that, but I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah. And is that a new thing this year with this with this block? Or have you been? Yeah, in, yeah,
1: I've started doing that this training block. Yeah. Cool, man.
0: Like That's I said, dope. I um just saw I was watching um check out Mike Tyson on Hulu. Okay, I was just watching that yesterday, and um they was doing that hypnotherapy, and he was. Um, envisioning himself using his right hand more, because mm-hmm. he was like his coach was saying, like you got to use that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you know, Mike Tyson was knocking everybody out in like the first round. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But he was like wanting to be a villain and like like train him to be like a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like and know you gonna win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't lose. It, he had one that one loss. Um, it was a judge call. But then every, ever since that that guy gave him that fire, he was like, man ain't nobody gonna last in the room I'm just gonna knock them all out isn't it crazy how powerful the, the that human mind. mind is yeah. man cause what I know, you know I had, had the
1: physical I have the physical ability right so I was like okay what else is it I know I'm physically there
3: mm-hmm.
1: past there yeah I know I can run fast every race that I have I always say I can run faster than that I always feel that way but I'm like is it something in my head so I wanted to get to the
2: bottom of it so I do these sessions so now you're working towards it bro yeah nice uh, Joe, tell me what you're most worried about with this race. Anything you're worried about? Some, uh, people, some people try not to worry. Like you know what's Lance crazy?
1: I do my sessions to root that, to not say that,
2: and you bring bringing that back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just move on then.
1: No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, worries, uh, nothing I'm not prepared for. You no, know, It's things. I mean, of course got a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. Wind, hills, whatever. We
2: gotta see. It. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna kick this to Lance first because we've been we've been letting him go second. We'll we'll let him go first, and then I'll kick this to Joe. Lance, what's next for you, racing uh, racing wise? What's next? And then I it's kind of a double tiered picture. What's next, big picture wise? You got any more races this year?
0: Uh, after Chicago, I'm cheering for Detroit Free Press Marathon. Yep. <laughs> so big cheers for that. No more races. No. Um, we got Black Turkey toe. Trot and Black, Black toe. toe. Some yeah, some smaller yeah, ones, like, kind of. Yeah, but I yeah there's no no marathons or anything like that so this is kind of close to the end of your season yeah here? this for me the mental shutdown starts after okay. chicago and you keep it low-key um, through the holidays and stuff. yeah and just be chilling you know and then you go into moving to, you know spending time with family yep. a lot of time with family around the holidays and stuff run turkey trot, we do that um and then we close out the season race-wise with black half. well it's the 7.5 and a half marathon um but then, yeah, after that, we do a big end-of-season celebration nice. um, with our um, annual We Run 313 gala. But, yeah, running after Chicago, I'm celebrating taking it the easy success. Yeah,
2: What's next? Uh, this might be too big of a can of worms to get into, but what's next uh, for We Run 313 for next year? You got any, like, big-picture plans on the radar or just kind of keeping on with the same stuff that you guys have been having success
0: with? We we got a couple of things we want to do, um, like establishing our own race, okay. like our first time hosting a race. Um, we still um, we're dancing around with the idea of expansion. Like um, we run another specific area code. Mm-hmm. Um that was always in the plans since inception. And then um, possibly getting a brick and mortar so we can have a space to call our own yeah that's amazing um, start but, runs from and kind of yeah starting yeah. in there, um place to warehouse our merchandise do retail different and better um sell different things that runners need that we outsource you know um well we send our runners not outsourcing we, we send our runners to other places to purchase that when they can get that from us um so stuff like that um that's that's like long term goals, different stuff. things we want to do. But I mean, we're gonna continue doing what we've been doing because right. it's been working. Um, establishing more partnerships, different yeah. things like that to see ourselves grow more. Um, yeah, well, and we want to do that from a marketing side of things too. Yeah, of course, you know, well, fundraising if you, if you stuff expand, like that. If
2: you want to expand, bro, yeah, we run seven three four, bro. Just Yeah, yeah. Washington yeah. County, <laughs> right, next door so, neighbors, yeah, bro. yeah. Um, Joe, what about you? What's next? Anything after Chicago, race-wise this year, or are you kind of shutting it down?
1: Yeah, right? I want to run the 5K at the Free Press. Okay.
2: Um, will you do that pretty, pretty like try to take that pretty seriously if your body bounces back from Chicago, or will you just kind of do it for fun?
1: I pr- probably do it seriously. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't get the 5K I wanted this year, um, so I might try to get it there. But other than that, we got some races on the calendar with the club, but that's Those, that's pretty much it.
2: Um. Anything else you want to expand on for big picture? What's next for we run through and through? I mean, Lance covered it pretty well. Yeah, he
1: pretty much covered it. Just expanding, trying to reach more people. Okay. Always continuing to grow. Grow. You know, developing
2: more as a business type thing. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, last vulnerable question. We'll go with Joe first. You guys are going to be kings at this. I know it because this is pretty much what you do on the daily. But Joe, advice for someone who's maybe just starting to get into running or a little running curious, what would it be and why? Uh, don't
1: don't run, run fast, like, bro.
2: Like, just kind of
1: jog it out. Like, don't pick up the pace. Just take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. You'll last longer. If you okay. do that.
2: Yeah. So that's your that's your main key. Just yeah, because most
1: people get out too fast. Like I did. You know, my first run, my very very first run. You know, people get out way too fast, <laughs> and they realize they hate running. But it's not. It's not the running that you that's it's. You're just not doing it right. You know what I'm saying? So just take it easy. Get some running shoes. You know, most people buy shoes now. You know, they got $40 running shoes on sale at Nike downtown. It's an outlet. You know what I mean? So get some good running shoes. Take it super easy.
2: Okay. That's good advice. Get the proper gear. That's
0: great advice. I mean, I was really going to say something right along those lines. I was just going to say, take your time. Okay. But I wasn't talking about in terms of speed, but that too. I was just going to say, take your time with running. I mean, you can't pick up lifting weights and start off lifting 300 pounds. You got to take it easy, right? Yeah. So true, man. Um, uh, There's so many different because you see black people working out, they'll be in the gym, but they won't run. So I I try to give that analogy to like um, lifting weights, you know, Um, you start off with the lower weight and then eventually you move up to more weight, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's the same with running. Like you start off, slower where would be less weight and then you can eventually or gradually in time move up and that's kind of how running works to me um i feel like in time i'm able to lift the heavy weights or run faster yeah you know but it take time man you it, you don't think you're gonna be a great runner in three months six months to a year six months is like all right now nah, i'm in here you know, then a year you like, all right, bet, you know, but but running has to be like, you gotta, you gotta create that healthy habit as a lifestyle. Not just, I'm just out here running, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just like, even if you go into the gym, like don't, don't do this for, um, like a specific thing. Like some people go to the gym to get their body right, to look good for the beach or picture to take pictures on Instagram. Like, nah, like make this a part of your life. Make this a part of something that, You want so you can live healthier and happier. You know what I mean? You don't want to just do something just to be doing it for a particular thing. You know, like if you if you come in with that mindset and you just do it, you know, starting off, maybe you start off running two days a week or and then it gradually moves up to three Mm -hmm. or you might want to run. You might jump into the game and be like, I'm running three days a week. And then that three days a week might turn into five days, you know? But if you want to just run three days a week and that's your thing, let that be your thing. Let will be your thing, right? Let that be your thing. Yeah. You know? It's great So advice. that's that's kind of what I would say. Take your time.
2: One step at a time.
0: One step at a time. At a time.
2: There we go. All right. A couple lighthearted things to end and then we'll wrap this thing up. All right? What's the
3: plan for the big race weekend?
2: What's the plan? <laughs> Joe likes this. What's, What's the, the plan? plan? What's the plan? We're talking race weekend itinerary. So you guys driving down or you flying down? Taking a train, actually. Oh my God! I took business the First class. time taking a plane. Yeah, I took the train to Chicago two weeks ago, and it is phenomenal. Really, you're gonna enjoy it. It's time Dope. to relax, man. Dope. It's just you can get some work done if you want. You can just chill if you want. Yeah. So, training. You'll land in uh, Union Station there. and Then yep. you guys got a hotel. Yeah. You guys for got one night. Just Ogni. one. Just one night. One night
0: because we so we switched things around. Originally we were uh, going down Saturday. Okay. But then we realized like. I got that last email and it said the packet pickup. You have to pick it up before five. When We get there at two. I'm like, damn, that's a close window. It's a little tight. And uh, I mean, you're on a train, so you're gonna get there on time and stuff. But you just never know. Like, I don't
1: well. know. I just went to Ann Arbor. Our train oh. was an hour late.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so Amtrak's, it was like Amtrak's been having like yeah. work, oh. worker strikes. It was an oh, hour wow. late, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. See, see. Yeah, you're I don't plan. want it. And you're then you, it? you get there and you can't even get your bib, and then you can't run Chicago. Yeah, that'd be that's ridiculous. horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. So it was like, no, we need to come. We we should come in Friday. So we switched things around. So we had to get a hotel for a night. Um, yeah.
2: So Friday, so you get to Chicago Friday.
0: Yep, get to Chicago Friday. That means Saturday, we'll get our bibs Friday. Saturday, we can do the shakeout runs with all the, you know, uh, Tracksmith doing something at 10, Asics doing something at 9. Maybe be able to hit both, but don't run both. Yeah. Pick right. one. Because um, the start points are literally like right across the street from each other. I, I just look, looked up all of that. So um, Asics start at 9, and then we'll probably – Run eight. Well, I know I will run a six. Be done with that. It's a three mile run, and then tracksman starts at ten. So I'll just walk over and then watch them off.
2: Hang with them for a hang little with bit, them yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. And then you guys come back Sunday. Then right after the race, we or? come back Monday. Okay. So you're you're, you're in a hotel pre race party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Turning up. And where do you guys stay? S- Post race party. Post. Yeah. I'm sorry. You stay in a Post-race hotel r- Friday, but then you move lodging for Saturday and Sunday, or is it all the same spot?
0: No, uh, so we got one night stay at a hotel, then we got an Airbnb. Oh, dope. Um, dope. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, we did not want to switch to Airbnb around. Nah. Like, might as well just get a hotel for a night. Okay. Who's, uh,
2: this, who's, who's rolling with y'all? Is it just you two? Gentleman's trip? Or we got family? Or yeah. we got. Yeah, two? well,
1: my girlfriend might come down Saturday. Okay.
0: To cheer me on. Yeah. But yeah, my pro- girl coming in for sure. Okay. um, But we got people from the Run Club coming in Run too. Run
2: Club's coming to Chicago too? Yeah, oh, and yeah, yeah,
0: it's five people that's running. So, me, Joe. Jason, Robinson, Tommy, Gary. Gary. That's it. Five. Um, I think Aaron's coming too. too.
1: Aaron going to be the, but it's somebody else running. Yeah. I can't remember right now. Silas. Yeah.
0: Silas running. Silas, so six. Right. Yeah. Six people so running. there's a little squad out there. Yeah. Hell yeah, um, But we all got different
2: race goals and stuff. Yeah. Um, will you guys collaborate on, uh, the next part of this a little bit is uh, like nutrition. If you guys are all there, will you guys like all try to have dinner on Saturday night together? Or is that too many things did, to line up? Did you, you talk up? to Tina? I did. Yeah. I did. So some so,
1: of our people are planning like a dinner. Some like Tina Muir is a runner and podcaster in St. Louis. Okay. Our boy Sid Baptista, he's a, a runner and run club organizer from Boston. I just
2: started following this Sid guy. He's yeah. cool. Pioneers. Yeah. Sid Batista. Yep. yeah. Pioneers, okay.
1: Yep. So they're planning something um, for Saturday at seven.
2: Will you guys go to that? Do you think? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going yeah, to link up. Okay. Gonna link up it's sure. going to be but like been, a reunion.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In Chicago. Like a lot of people <laughs> flying in from all over. Yeah. well, you, we all know that. I mean, Chicago. What brings out like two million people? Yeah, it's crazy. What is run? Yeah,
1: two million. Yeah, it's spectators. Crazy, bro. Oh, spectators. Yeah. Right.
0: Spectators. Yeah, I'd okay, yeah. Yeah.
2: be lit if it was two million people running. <laughs> running. <laughs> oh, Two fuck million. Fuck yeah, spectators. Um, it's 2 a world major. Up. You know what I'm saying? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, I was, deal, I was right. super fan of Chicago last year. It's cool, man. Because yeah. It got a little hot. This for This our them first last time running year. it too. You guys are gonna have fun. Yeah, That's a good one
0: because we ran in Chicago before. It was the Rock and Roll Chicago right half and uh i think that was our first travel race as a run club it was like five of us okay um but yeah like it's gonna be lit what will you guys eat
2: on on saturday do you guys aim for a specific pasta car- our, I been carbs. Eating
1: pasta already though i okay, started yeah, carb loading too.
2: the week of yeah okay yeah. yeah carb loading and hydrating week of yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah and then let's talk uh real quick what will you guys eat the morning of
0: you guys go with any uh you got oatmeal love
2: cliff bars oatmeal cliff yeah i do
0: bars. banana i've been trying oatmeal in the morning but then i'm like dog i this ain't working for me okay so i'm not gonna eat oatmeal okay banana that's it just straight banana that's it
2: hell yeah lance what kind of what's banana. your ripeness uh, right right um what's so your ripeness at preference? It. Uh, this it right here just kind of almost perfect yellow, almost kind of starting to get a little baby brown but yeah. mostly yellow right Too brown yeah can't go down you can't go down <laughs>
0: Can't go down, too brown. brown. Can't go
2: down, bro. I love that. uh, It got to be like. And so you won't do any, any, anything else than this quick nanner beforehand. That's it. Okay, Joe. And you said
0: you wanted them. Oh, maybe like a, um, like a. Cliff bar. I could I do a really cliff bar. Like cliff
1: like, you'll do a cliff. Yeah, like
0: I can do a like a granola bar of some, some sort. Kay.
1: I don't feel I don't they're not super delicious, but I feel the best when I eat them. Like Kay. I don't get stomach aches. Yeah. I don't get hungry. No cramps. No Will you do like a got...
2: piece of fruit with your cliff bar in the yeah, morning? I'll do a banana. You'll do a nanner? Not a full banana, but like, maybe know. a half. Yeah. A and what's your ripeness kind of? About these. About these? these? Yeah. Are these kinda organic? These are spot on. Yeah. I think th- yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And these ones are from we got Lance and I got Guatemalan ones. I think you got Costa yeah, Ricans let's go. Let's the best go. ones are from Ecuador. Keep your
0: eyes out. I don't even be paying attention to like where the bananas from. Yeah, I've, I've been st- to Costa Rica before. I started
2: doing that. this one from Guatemala. You can taste you can taste the difference, believe <laughs> it or not. Okay, last part. This is a baby uh vulnerable part, but it's fun and the PRP listenership really enjoys it. So, you guys go coffee the morning off. No, no, no coffee. coffee I'm not even a coffee ready. guy. Yeah, so you yeah. don't like that. You guys are. Serious. I really.
1: I drunk some coffee this morning, but I really don't like coffee. Okay, I really don't. Like so let, this this is half full. Like I don't even.
2: So I'm a coffee guy in the morning to help. Mm, code with brown. Coffee, code, yeah. With code brown. So let's mm. talk code brown. Will it you try to? Will you try to? Pinch one off before race day. Yes. And oh, is absolutely. That, is that a hundred percent? Is that a problem for you, or is that happen it consistently? It can become
1: a problem if you, it's not a problem, but it can become if you don't go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah, so you. You're,
2: so you convert in the morning a potty down, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you try to get at try the to stay in my hotel. You try to get at the B and B right first before yeah, you a sure. potty. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. that, okay. then, I hate a potties. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't want that, but you. I make sure I go in a potty right before the yeah. I go yeah. to my corral. Okay. So you'll Have go for a,
2: what if you've already gone in the morning at your B and B? Still got to go yeah, again. Gotta Hell yeah, got to double
0: down. You double deuce it. You before do not want. Rip. He said yeah. double deuce. You do not want. You do not want. Them problems. Yeah, that's when you're running. It's like, you want to be able to run yeah. through that race <laughs> and then be done. Yeah. I ain't never had that problem. I, but you know what? During my training, like, I've been like, bro, like, I've been feeling like I got to use a bathroom lately, yeah. bro. I'm like, dog, I hope this don't be happening during my race. I'm like, what is this about? I ain't never um, really had that. Okay. But it's been happening to me lately. I'm so, like, yo, this junk crazy. You'll be all right. Yeah, I it's know. Like, I think, I think it's just, um, Cause I've been running later throughout the day or I had ate like, like a maybe an meal. hour before mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yep. So, but so i would be yeah. straight. i would be straight. Well, speaking of coffee, I brought you guys some coffee.
2: It's our, wow, that's our collaboration yeah. with long run Banan- banana flavored and a little, a little Dope. electrolyte in there. Nice. So if you do choose to do coffee before a run, go with this
0: one. So nice. let me ask you this yep. with these, you gotta have, you gotta have a coffee maker though, right? You gotta have a little filter. I or do, I thing. do.
2: That's pre-ground. I do. I still do French press with that, though. You know what you do yeah, 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 we got a French press it. at home. Yeah, French press or coffee grounds, or I, 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 do it in my espresso machine too. Or you could
1: go old school with gotta it gotta and uh, pour over. Man, my grandmother, she'll put coffee in a pot, like a pot, okay. regular right pot, like with, on the stove with water. Okay, cook it, boil it, and then pour it through a uh, um, a filter.
2: That is so, old. Oh, that is okay. old school, you
1: could do it like that. Or you can take a, um, you could take a coffee filter. And put it over a mug mm-hmm. and pour it through the yep. thing.
0: Yep. There you go.
1: Pour hot water through it. So
0: it's ways to get it. Yeah, that's kind water. of how, what the machine does. It's sitting in that thing and then it brings right. hot water yeah. through. But we got a French yeah.
1: press too at the crib. So you just put it in there and push the thing.
2: French press yeah. goes down well with mm-hmm. this. Yeah, it's nice and banana y. So you'll, once you guys finally try, you'll have to let me know how it is. Oh, it, it tastes banana ish? Yeah, it's banana flavors. <laughs> oh, nice. It's got to be. Okay, yeah. one last section. I'll let you guys go. Here we go. I think you guys are going to like this jingle the most, but maybe not. We'll see. Look at. Run good.
3: Uh, so tell me about the
2: drip oh yeah, y'all gotta know the drip. Y'all are dripping. Let's I'm just be screaming. honest. You're two of the drippiest <laughs> gentlemen out. So <laughs> Joe, let's start with you. What's your race day kit? What's Chicago fit looking like? You got it figured out yet, or are you just yes, gonna okay. yes.
1: I am going with the uh I got some alpha flies. Nice purple, black, and pink. Oh yeah, they're really sweet. Sheesh. Um I'm running those with um. Uh, a purple Lululemon singlet, and oh, okay. I got some uh, gray Lululemon race tights. Okay, uh, so you'll
2: do that the half tight on the on the
1: base. Half tight, yep. Okay, and then I got a, a white, um, like a tall
2: white Lululemon socks. Okay, you wear like a tall sock. Like, does it go up to your knee or a little short, like half half right half? almost okay almost okay. you know what i'm saying so yeah and i've seen you you're not afraid you're you're a cap guy every now and then will you wear a cap for the race or stay nope hat free not, yeah
1: I don't, I don't wear hats in, in important races yeah okay yeah what i about? wear i wear like a beanie if it's cold okay but um i only wear hats when i like don't got a haircut and stuff.
2: yeah okay you're, yeah. Trying, to, you're trying to look a little more fresh with the cap hide, yeah hide the fuzz That's right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> will you wear glasses on race day Shades or you keep it shade free? I only
1: did that one time in my life, and that was at a um, turkey trot last year. I ran a ten k. Did it work or
2: did you not like it?
1: It was cool. It was raining like hell, so I was just trying to keep water out of my eyes. Oh,
2: okay, so it's yeah. more of a utility thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't bring glasses to races. Okay, but yep. I
1: will. Run. I train in them. For sure. yeah.
2: yeah. Okay,
0: Lance. What about you? What
2: about what's your Chicago fit looking
0: like? Yeah. So I'm gonna do feet up. MetaSpeed skies. Hmm. Color got the new colorway. Yeah. Um. So the blue, it's like a blue. It's like a blue green, green. kind of. Yeah, I yeah, do. So then, um, Asics, Asics top to bottom, um, gonna have, got these Asics tights. I wore them in Boston. That they felt pretty good. I'm a I'm a rock them. Okay. Um, Lululemon underwear.
2: Okay. Did Joe get you turned on to that, or is that something you have found out on your nah,
0: own? Nah, I I just like how they underwear feel. Okay. Feel. Um, with my race tights, like I. I just need some, some more support. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So usually like when I do the shorts and stuff, they got the, uh, undergarments under, I just be, you know, like that. But like, no, I like the underwear too. it give you that extra support. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to worry about the chafing and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and I, and I've done that in training too. Like, you know, long runs, I'm like, all right, this feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I got a nice blue and like white, um, singlet, ASIC singlet. Um, but I'm talking to Dave. I'm gonna get his screen printed. We run three on three on it, yeah, and, and white. What yes. day? are you um, going over there? Thursday. I'm gonna take. I was decision. supposed to go today. You gonna take yours too? Yeah. because
1: right I, I, I wanted to get mine printed as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let yeah. me know the time you go. Yep. Yeah, four. Four Thursday. Yeah. Right, All right before. I'll. Um. Alright, I'll be there. Five K, ten K, Thursday. So then, um, that and then I, I think I'm put like Chicago down the back. Yeah. Single, just vertically. You know, yeah. Yeah. Sick, dude. Yeah. Um and then headband i I do wear glasses like yeah. shades either gooders or whatever it don't matter what brand it is i've I'm just, heard, I've I been just getting like the gooders a lot man They're yeah great. And i just like wearing shades just because it just keeps the sun out my eyes man i just you know be focused um and then i need some sort of like headband or something to keep sweat out my eyes yeah okay so, so I might like, go to, I might go to Moneyball and get the um like like
2: basketball uh
0: headband or like a little more up. Yeah, like a basketball headband. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, I wish I had an A6 one, but I don't have one. Um They need to hook, so I, need to hook you up. Yeah. Like I've been trying to source one. I, I can't been able to find one, but <laughs> um but I'll do a hat too, but I really need a headband. Like the headband really keeps the sweat important. out. Yeah, okay. But uh, but um Moneyball sportswear it's a black owned um, athletic apparel company. And um, I think I might grab a, grab something from that. Grab a little headband. Yeah, had a money ball on it. Amazing, dude. There. Amazing.
2: Well, all right, gentlemen, we're winding up here. Um, usually I like to give the microphone over to my guest host here, Lance, because you know our guest so well uh, and are in the trenches with him on so many of life's endeavors. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for Joe? before his big effort this weekend or you feel like he's pretty dialed in.
0: I think Joe is dialed in. Um we run a lot together. Mm-hmm. Like I mean he already spoke about it like the mental side of it. Like I think um the advice would be trust it. You know what I'm saying? Pace yourself well and shit, know know what you can do. You already know what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like and I think if he puts himself more in the mindset like of not um, thinking about himself, like think about like you're doing this, but it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll give you more of an edge to like follow it all the way through. I mean, I already know you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, we didn't put in the time. You know, it's just about just doing it, huh? No? Right. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because in my um uh, in my mental sessions, we dedicate miles to people. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so wow, bro. You know, she'd be like, uh, "You at mile twenty? Who is this mile for? Who is this for? Yeah, mile twenty-three. Oh, Who shit. is this mile for? That's that make I, me. And wrong. I have to think about that. I have to envision other people.
2: That's a great idea. Yeah, hell yeah. Because because it, it, it'd either. be like
0: if you're doing it for yourself. All right, all right, it's just me. I can give up on myself. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to give up on themselves. But when you're doing it for somebody else, it changes the game. a little It changes bit. it. Yeah. It changes it, and it's a lot. It's that's the that's the physical. I mean, the um, psychological part of running. It's yeah. like man, like you can keep going not only for yourself but for others too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
2: Um, well, Joe, I don't have any advice for you, bro, but I'll tell you guys <laughs> both this: that to say that I'm inspired by what you guys are doing is fucking understatement of the year. Dude. Thank you, thank you. Not only the fact that you guys have leveraged making running your kind of life's work a little bit, but the fact that you guys have kind of authentically leveraged your own journeys and stories into making it different for other people who maybe came from the same place and same situations. It's insane bro to watch this from afar. So thank you for letting me come and chat with you guys. And if there's anything the PRP can do from uh from a volunteer standpoint from a sponsorship standpoint to be more involved with rerun 313 dude I'm I'm right in there Are you um coming to free press I'll be at free press cheering Maybe uh, I can Do you here.
0: have a designated spot or No do I come? don't Can I come hang with you guys Yeah come yeah, come through man we we had the quarter cut mile okay. 18 and 12 so 18 of the full but 12 so over 12 the half, uh, 12 so, and half okay. so we get to hit both okay you know cuz we got a lot of people running a half for okay. the first half ever uh, we got people that's trying to beat their half marathon times. We got people running a full for their first time ever. So we get a we got a spot um, along with the Quinter cut in Damn, collaboration. Yeah, they
1: go the Quinter cut this year. Yeah, they that's new.
0: Up. Yep, brand new. Wow. And um, our cheer squad spot is in collaboration with the Detroit. Riverfront Conservatory so it's going to be a big deal okay
2: I'll come hang with you right guys right at the freight Yard please do okay yeah and I'm getting um, my injuries on the mend a little bit too I want if I'm going to come out to one of the uh, weekly runs is there one that I should two mile Tuesday two, two mile t- is that the one to do or is there other is there
0: others 5k in? 10k Thursday if you want to get more mileage in okay and then you know if you want to get a long run in, you can do that too okay um, but those kind of move around Metro Detroit so okay. you got to Tap into our weekly newsletter to make sure you know where we're at. Okay, sorry. And then, of course, Instagram and stuff, which I know you already have. But yeah, that's that's it, man. You gotta you gotta really feel the energy of two mile two It's different. Yeah, I wanna come it's out different. Each run has its own feel. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, good luck this weekend. Thanks again, and, and we'll see you next time. All, right? You, all right. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Season 2, episode 16 of the PRP was recorded in Ferndale, Michigan at APX Studios over on Nine Mile. All PRP jingle jams by our guy, the Honorable Mr. Jacob Sigmund, Except for that dope lo-fi beat at the beginning of the episode. Shout out to Tuesday Night for that one. It was fire. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Joe, Lance, PRP listenership, how you doing after that one? Sheesh, those guys are on another level. That was an amazing conversation I hope you all enjoyed. Getting to know those guys, Joe and Lance, on a bit more intimate level. The work these gentlemen are doing is just stellar. It's God's work, quite frankly, if you ask me. I can't say enough good things about them individually and about the movement they're creating with We Run 313 and about the Detroit community that is behind them, propelling them to such great heights. We were having some conversations afterwards after we were done recording and the two just doubled down on how authentic they are and talked about they're nothing without the community and the people behind them so if you're in the we run 313 community just know joe and lance know how much you guys mean to the whole experience they're cultivating out there in detroit the sky's the limit for both of you. I feel honored to have had the opportunity to sit down and share some time with them, and I literally cannot wait to see where these guys take this thing from here. You both treated me with such kindness and such grace. Thank you, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Keep leading with love and authenticity as you have been, and I have a feeling that there are some insanely special things in store for both of you. And if this conversation wasn't mind-blowing enough, buckle up for the race report, people. Holy shit, here we go, get this. Joe and Lance, both PR'd in Chicago. Boom, lads, way to get in. They both got out there and had an absolute go. Joe with a 302, hey, and Lance with a 247. Speed demon, sheesh, buddy. For Joe, this was without a doubt his strongest run to date for a couple good reasons. First, this is the first marathon he's ran without hitting a wall or blowing up. He would say and credit this to his fueling strategy along with the fact that he stayed patient with his pacing. Maybe not his fastest run to date, but definitely his strongest. Secondly, because he only ran an average of about 40 to 45 miles a week for 10 weeks leading into Chicago. He didn't necessarily have the training block that he wanted due to all the other commitments he's juggling in his life. As a result, He figures if he trains a tad harder and with a bit more consistency next time he can score way higher than he did in chicago for lance chicago was an extremely exhilarating experience there were spectators non-stop from the time he crossed the starting line down to the very end of the race it felt amazing for him to reconnect with the people and run clubs across the nation that he's built relationships with over the years there's nothing like seeing your people on the sidelines cheering you on this was one of his favorite races to date, and to make matters even better, the weather was absolutely primo. He set a new PR, 2:47:15, and couldn't be any happier. Oh, Lord have mercy, Lance, you were moving out there, son. You truly had fun. And if you look on the gram, look at some of these guys posts about the outing he had, you can tell the pictures and videos capture how much fun he had. Gentlemen, I look up to you both in more ways than you can articulate. You are both inspiring to more people than I think you realize, and I am humbled to join the large community of people who are cheering you on and watching for your next move. I think my guy Joe said it best. Here's to a world-class run in a world-class city. And I'll kindly add to that, gents, for a couple of world-class individuals. All right, gang, that's it. No plugs after this one, too inspiring, too legit. The only thing I did want to add is to make sure you go and follow these guys on whatever social platform fits your fancy. Like we mentioned in the Sode, they're both on Strava, so for all you Strava hounds, my Strava fam, go get them. Their individual Instagram accounts will also be plugged in the episode post, but more importantly, so will their We Run 313 account. These cats are just on another level and it's worth tuning in to see what they're up to. I'm pretty sure they had a Detroit city council member out at their two mile Tuesday earlier this week so that's just an example they're on another level they're killing it absolute fire if you're a bit more old school and feel like checking them out online do it their website is sick we run 313.com boom I'm out next two episodes of the PRP we're going to first timer town baby that's right you know I love the first timers two separate debut marathons for two separate blossoming runners one in Detroit and one in Grand Rapids who are they have to tune in to find out next time squad enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest of your run enjoy the rest of whatever it is you're doing at the moment and you better believe we'll see you back here next time I got. I'm in no rush. If you guys need to get this out, because isn't the I'm run, out. you're I'm good? Out. Okay. If you if you need want, to get, that need that get out this to... out, Joe, before before like noon, me... just go. Just knock it out. It's and... done. I'm just trying to press send. <laughs> I was, I was oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> scheduled to send before like, go out of 10. I just like that you guys. Yeah, have like, yeah. some of the same problems I have, man. Like, every time I get to
1: send, it just keep freezing.
2: How many people you guys have that like on your mailing list for? We run two and three. You guys have a lot lot of people, man. It's like, I think it's almost 2,000. Wow, bro. Yeah, something like that. Holy shit.